Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 30, We're Still Not Game Developers. We, we can switch things around. No, it's fine. It's fine. If you really make some want shit us to. I'll make some shit up. It's cool. I mean, that's what we do most of the time. We'll make we make shit up. We're what? all Steam Powered Scoundrels. And welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels. I'm your host, Mr. Steams. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of me, uh, these lovely scoundrels are uh, as follows. Um, you've never met him before, but his name is Roman Heckenberger. Say hi. Hi. As well, uh, Nathaniel... Northen, Luckett. Yeah, I'm here. You can't stop me. Yes. We specifically only bring you on so you can post that one Kermit the Frog meme <laughs> when I actually post the episode. Uh, sit, currently sitting on Roman's lap is Eli. Uh, I forgot Eli's last name. I don't have one. I'm like Cher, but much less cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, and speaking of people with last names I don't know, Jeff. I'm here too. Okay. I was I was kind of hoping for that lovely bit of information but that's okay anonymity is great i told you before remember jeffrey is in jeffrey dahmer sweeney's and sweeney todd oh yes you you did say that i just forgot i was probably drinking <laughs> what so to start us off uh sweeney dahmer as a malifo model win <laughs> sweeney dahmer okay all right hey we are going to we're we're gonna do we're gonna do an errata wish list here hey folks uh, and we did this last year, and it was a lot of fun, so we're going to do it again this year, and I think I'm going to make an attempt to try not to immediately repeat all the suggestions I had last year that weren't given to us. Um, and... What? What? Nothing. Okay. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this now. I don't know about the rest of these um, fools. Well, let's just be honest here. But I don't fully expect this to be balanced talk, especially on my part. I am not that good at game development, as far as I know. No one should, like, take my ideas and be like, yes, those are 100% great and definitely playtested and will work. Uh, I'm using this mostly as an opportunity to get creative and or sometimes complain. Mostly the creative thing. Don't at me. All right. So we are going to first go over our ideas for possibly rules clarifications, erratas, or FAQs, things we just want to see that aren't specific to models. So I will go ahead and go first, and the only thing I really want as I don't think this is really an errata, maybe a clarification or an FAQ, is I want like a revamp of the timing chart with examples. Oh, examples would be nice. Yeah. Yes. Like, not even just like, you know, player A model X does something to player B model Y and this happens, but like right next to on the line that you say something happens, you give an example. Something like that. Um, the other thing is, um, going to steal this from Kyle Bodie. I think this is the person I got the idea from. But this has been touted about in a lot of places. But uh, I think distracted being a counter to focus, much like slow and fast, work that way. It would be useful in shoring up some of these weaker keywords into being more slightly more defensive and livable. Because yeah, Seamus could probably use it. Colette's not Colette models. Inner keyword could use it. The actual performers. <laughs> the actual performers. <laughs> um, Yoko could probably. Use, I think Yoko has a bit of a. Yeah. I know she can at least give it out herself. But yeah, I think that would be fine. 
Good. That'd be a good idea. All these ideas are good ideas, is what I mean to say. Okay. Definitely. Roman, do you have additional suggestions? Uh, I'm the main one that I wanted to add in there is a different riff on what you just said about distracted and focused, like canceling each other out like fast and slow. I like that, but I think really the the main issue that focus and distracted don't fully counter each other. Like e even if you added that in, distracted is only a negative on the attack. So it is focus by doing more is worth more in an action. Uh, so I think really distracted needs to gain a negative on the damage. I don't think that'd be too bad. Yeah, I think I think the alternative to that, uh, and I think this was another thing Kyle suggested and I liked it, where it's with focus you choose either attack or damage flip positive, not both. Oh, kind of like the reverse of uh, the Apex keywords thing? The Yeah, exactly. Could you use two focus, I think, I one think that'd for be each? An interesting change to focus. Uh, I mean, the base rules for focus are one per attack, so probably so not. Keep that. But I mean, that'd be something to tinker with. I think that would that in of itself might require more testing and nudging of models than any of the other suggestions for distracted focus we yeah had. Because that does like pretty heavily jank up some models that really rely on focus. Yeah. That's fair. But, you know. Okay. Eli? Yeah. Or is Roman not done? Nope, I'm done. I had something and I forgot it. Oh, no. Okay, we'll come you back fool. to you. Nate. Oh, shit. It's time for me. Yes. Uh, so here's my hot take. My thought is there's a lot of issue with, with certain, you know, keywords and masters where they just end up going wholly out of keyword. And that doesn't help in actually balancing the keyword. That just either determines that the versatiles are too strong so I feel like an actual change to hiring might be worth looking at. Uh, my thought initially was like, you can only hire up to like 30% out of keyword, which in a 50 stone game would be like 15 stones, either versatile or out of keyword. So... Sorry, it's just like as as a person that like really relies on out of keyword stuff to be competitive. Like I know there's other there's other keywords besides MNSU that rely on that. Right. That's uh -huh. that's a difficult pill to swallow, especially since a lot of like the more powerful stuff tends to just be okay with its in keyword things outside of Colette. And that would I feel highlight keywords and their models to get more love instead of like oh this master relies wholly on versatiles, and they're good with the versatiles. Let's nerf the master. All right, I'm going to throw a whole spanner in your works here at the same time while triggering poor Doug. I'm going to hire Fuhachu as my leader. What do I do now? Mm, that's um, a good point. So my th that's fair. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could change the rules for henchman-led crews just because they're so different and you're taking That's the only keywordless henchman in the game. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean. What? Keywordless. Keywordless henchman. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, maybe that's just Fuhatsu's problem. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a Fuhatsu needs to gain I mean, a, a keyword a, more than a anything. keyword. That, yeah, that definitely sounds like a Fuhatsu problem. Like, but that's maybe. also like freaking. What are you gonna do with Angel Eyes? I don't know why you're bringing Angel Eyes. As <laughs> yeah, nobody's your bringing leader. Angel Eyes as a leader. So you, there you, you go. can't. You can't get fifty stones out of Half Blood. Nope. That, or yeah, Asylum I, I for think, that matter. Right. Yeah. I think that would take looking at the 
hiring rules for henchmen. Maybe henchmen are immune to that. So a master only rule as leaders, just because. Yeah, a master. If you're if you're t- if a, if a master is your leader, they have to stay more in keyword. Whereas a henchman can play a bit more in faction. Okay. So the other thing to to mention with that, and I in general I like the idea. I think the fifteen stone or the the thirty percent is probably what would need to shift here, because the, the there are keywords that aren't say Colette, where you just go let me bring the bare minimum in keyword and then bring versatiles because they're more survivable. Doves and duet and done. Yeah, pretty much. Occasionally Carlos, because he's real fast. But the other side of that is there are keywords that basically they bring a whole versatile crew in cases of the thing across the table from me is a hard counter. Right. And I would like to not have that hit me in the face. So I I feel like there's merit to leaving versatiles as a uh, as an option as a fully led crew, but I would argue the that Nate's not wrong, but maybe do something that is more an incentive to play in keyword as a disincentive Mm. to play out of keyword. What that would be. I have no clue. (laughs) I agree to a point, but I feel like at this point in the discussion of like of the game and of those keywords that rely heavily on versatiles, like and out of keyword, but especially mostly versatiles, it's, you know, kind of a problem. Yeah. Would it be easier at all? Just to find these specific keywords that more often than not take what you would consider to be too many versatile or out of keyword models and change them to not not a lot, but change them to so that some of their abilities or they have a, a, a new ability that specifically only helps models in their keyword. If there was more of that in the game, it'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wonder I wonder if, yeah, it wasn't the keyword system wasn't played into strongly enough. In some design cases, like I'll, I'll, for example, what I'm, uh, you know, spoilers for the Arcanist talk. I think Colette's Presto Changeo should only affect Showgirls. It's an attack, yeah. though. I don't. Oh no, no, I mean like the model you, the friendly model you swap in. Oh yeah, no, that would make sense. I like that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Okay. But yeah, no, that, that would also work, uh, kind of make it the keyword version of the, uh, the masters that have like a, if you're a leader, this works. If you're not, if you're just a secondary master, it doesn't. And just have them kind of turn into, here's what your keyword models do for you, or here's something that only affects your keyword and not versatiles. I think that would help. Okay. Jeff, you're up next. Uh, Eli, I think you're what he forgot. No. We were, we were okay, talking about something, turn. and I was like, I need to clarify this. That was like two days ago, and I can't for the life of me think of what it was. Oh, no. <laughs> I will allow you to interrupt us no matter what we're doing, if you remember it anywhere in this recording. <laughs> was it okay, the scoring good. thing? The We were talking the other day about the way they've changed scoring to be incremental. It basically it incentivizes everybody to play or makes it easier to incentivize them to play kill first scheme later. Mm. Right. Was that what you were talking about? Maybe. Cause the, the trick is there's no more options of, I know I'm playing a squishy crew, but I can get a scheme that will get me three points in one go. It might take a little more setup, but there's no more option for that. It's now, if I want the end game points, I either need to set up, the second point in such a way mm-hmm. that even if I die, it's already done, and the opponent doesn't have 
the extra actions to re- to undo the work I've done. Yeah, which is is real hard for Trixie Cruz looking again at most of Colette's keyword. Um, this seems almost like an overhaul of how gaining grounds works, which I don't know if we're yeah. getting one or not this year. It might be an overhaul needed of the entire strategies set up. Yes. I think all you'd need for that is, yeah, I think all you'd need for that is they would need to say, hey, there are some schemes that you can score both points on in one go. Hmm. Not all of them, but, you know, throw three or four of them into into a set and, you know, that would that would give you something to work with. Second point of runic binding, throw us a bone. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> really? <laughs> Which is, it's a fine, it's a fine scheme, it's perfectly fine, doesn't need to change. And th- I'm actually being serious on that, I enjoy playing that scheme quite a bit. Yeah, I agree. It's, it, there are keywords that are good at it, and there are keywords that can do it with a lot of work, and there are keywords that look at it and go, mm, or I can just kill them before they score. Same thing with uh, Research Mission? Research Mission's too easy. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, that is, again, keyword dependent, but it is yeah. a lot easier than Runic Binding. Yeah. Yes. But the models just have to be touching. I mean, the, the, the markers just have to be touching the center line pretty much. And the model you're scoring off of doesn't even have to be on the opponent's side of the board. Yeah, I think, that's, the, the big, I think that's the biggest problem is, yeah, it should be. The model should be on the other side, too. But that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> okay. But, yes, uh, I agree, Rowan. That's the one, like, one of the biggest things I miss from 2nd Edition is you used to be able to say, is like, you're going to win the game with having no models on the board, and that's just, just not really feasible anymore. Yeah, and that's that's led to more of a, I'll kill you and then I'll win, even if it's just by a point. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Eli still can't remember his thing. So I do have I do have something that I would think is interesting. Um, it's not really a, a clarification, but like if it's a, if we're talking about schemes and stuff, I think it would be interesting if they added some, like, instead of do this, then this, I think it'd be interesting if some of the schemes had like or options, oh. like set up this yeah. way, and then you can either do this or this. That'd be interesting. Kind of a, it would almost allow for single scheme bluffing. Yes, that's super cool. And it also removes. It doesn't remove, but it reduced. It can reduce like, oh, this person has this one particular model I wasn't expecting, and they have a thing that basically makes this task impossible. Gives you a second option. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Okay, Jeff. I get to go. Uh, so my real clarification Yay. is just the uh, wording of another model and a lot of the triggers like ricochet to make it, you know, not be the same model because you can ricochet off of someone to itself again. Makes no sense. We all know this. There's now ricochet as well. Yes. Yeah, I th- I think since they quote clarified another as as a word in the rules, I think they need to go back and look at a lot of the triggers yeah. that were affected by that, and just double check the wording and how they're supposed to actually work. Because yeah, rick you're not supposed to ricochet onto the same model See, what you're, again. We're not understanding is the bullet is ricocheting around inside their skull. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if they want to clarify it as such, sure. Hey, but if they had a twenty-two, I'd buy that. It is gremlins. Now I want to see a Shasta Videogard Chakram inside someone's head ricocheting <laughs> oh, around a skull. <laughs> oh, no, that just person they, is dead. They Very to, like, much dead. Thread it over their head and it just hula hoops around their neck. <laughs> Wait, can I, can, I, can, I up, can I update that statement? I want to see a Shasta Videogard on the table. 
I've, I've done it just to see if that another ricochet thing is as dumb as it sounds, and it is. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, no, a, another, and I think the, I agree with you, Jeff. I think the, I think it's more likely that they would change what another, what, what the clarification they made to it is just because that's a lot less ink and reprinted cards mm-hmm. to errata than it is to change in the core rules. And then you get to the point of if they were changing that because of Nekama, you changed Nekama's card to make more sense with the new clarification of another. Right. Okay, hottest of hot takes, and Reasonable Doug would say that there's going to be a lot of cards that need to change because of this, but it would, I think, end a lot of complaining and make me feel a lot better about the whole concept of summoning, and that is change the rules that you can never have more more than 50 soul stones in play. Hmm. I Again, think this would, is a re- terrible idea <laughs> because you play Dreamer. Now, nah, okay, so I first, think... first spanner to throw in there before we even let the the Dreamer player yell at you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most people always have more than fifty soul stones in play because even yep. if you're not paying for them, your master plus their totems, which are not figured into your hiring math, are going to get you above 50. Yeah, uh, thank you for the um actually Roman. you still know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> I, um I actually! Um actually! No, I, and that's my point. You, obviously you would just say, okay, no more than 70 stones or something. Yes, I was hoping our listeners would be able to use that incredible logic. Well, they're listening to us, so don't assume they have a whole lot of logic. Thank you, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> well, this doesn't this doesn't affect just summoning masters. Any model that in the game at all that summons is going to be affected by this. Oh no! So yeah, you're not going to hurt Doug's feelings with that. <laughs> yeah, well, keep there's, trying. There's a lot of masters out there and a lot of crews out there that are like, hey, we would like to summon one or two things that if we get them, it's going to push us over that mark and. Well, start killing your own stuff. That doesn't that doesn't seem like a great way to win the game, if I'm being honest. If you if you are at the end of the game and you have fifty soul stones on the board, I highly doubt you're losing. Unless you're playing Nelly. <laughs> it is a Or Wong. Something should have died win- at this point. <laughs> I'm just saying if it is a if you're gonna hey, limit you're winning, to that point. you get penalized. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're going li- to limit summoners to that point, then why even have summoners in the game? Like this, it's. I mean, they still get recursion. I kind of agree with Doug on this one. Recursion is recursion is powerful without even going above and beyond the initial like balancing point of the game, which is fifty soul stones. Yeah, the I don't disagree on principle. The issue I'm having trouble reconciling is if my opponent kills a five stone model. And I have the option of summoning a six stone model, and that would be more advantageous and actually help towards what I'm doing. That requires a lot more mental math of, well, do I bother summoning the five stone model back just to have it? Or do I throw like a four stone model at them to get eaten before I summon the six stone? And it's causing a lot more background math limitations. Mm hmm. I'm not afraid of difficulty. I think this will just make the more skilled players shine better. Again, I don't disagree with you. So you're benefiting the the experienced players and alienating new players by making it harder to get into. I mean, new players can just not bring summoners. 
I mean, you're you're having to buy a whole ton of models anyways. That's what most people say when you're starting That's the true. game. It's like, I mean, hey, maybe not summoners, because like none of the summoners are not complex in the first place. Yeah. Again, I overall I don't disagree with the idea. I think it it won't be as simple as you're making it to make it. No work no. and it was still like required just a lot of overhaul with any of the summoners but yeah i think it, it would really halt a lot of the whining about i don't want to say whining because i still think like there's something in there that's just going just just bothers people and whether or not it's broken i don't just because something's not broken doesn't mean it's not a problem you know mm-hmm. does that does that make sense totally and like it would be nice that if you turn one you don't see like 12, you know, 62 soul stones across from me because you can't sprint across the board and kill anything in that turn one. I'd like to see the the model that can summon a 12 stone model onto the board. <laughs> That'd be impressive. I'm assuming that you're bringing in a summoner and a henchman that can also summon. I mean, Karai can do do that pretty reliably, yep. actually. She can she can send a Kirio in to get killed and then resummon a Kirio and something else. You are at possibly like 16 stones of summon. Mm. Okay, for that very little loss. That, that was that was my hottest take. Obviously, <laughs> I'm I'm not like dying on this hill. Just I <laughs> I like the idea, and I feel like it's solving a lot of issues and causing a whole lot more issues. But they're fun issues to me. Uh, so we can go ahead and move right along on to guilt. And so we we are doing this the Friday night Fodown way. So Roman will take the reins and go first. Excellent. And we can leave the question of when you die on that hill, who would summon you back for another episode? (laughs) Uh, As far as guild goes, uh, I think we can all agree no nerfs are necessary here. Um, Nah, nerf the whole faction. Uh, Dead Man's Hand the guild, they don't exist anymore. Mm, Okay, that I I don't disagree with. Um, And a fluff reason, I'm I'm totally cool with it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, As far as mechanically speaking on the table... Love to hate her and hate to love her, etc. Sonya is an interesting fire mage who's a horrible person. <laughs> and there are parts of her keyword that are great. And there are other parts that I don't know that people have even unwrapped the boxes to build the models yet. Which when Oh, she has academics too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically the Thalarian Quellers and Sam Hopkins, uh, from what I hear and from looking at him myself, they need a little help. Sam, I think if you just made him ignore concealing on his gun, I think he'd be a, in a much better spot for his cost. Quellers, I'm not quite sure what they need. Gunfighter. That would be a good start and probably some kind of built-in burning. And also not need three burning on a target to get one of their actions off. Because honestly, I imagine by the time you have three burning on a target, it's within a wound or two of dying anyway so just kill it instead of doing fun stuff the other thought i would have is uh i, I took another look at ostringers recently and for seven stones i don't think in a vacuum they're bad with their upgrade but the problem is they're in a keyword with a six stone gunner that is better or at least more reliably better i think because you can get multiple shots off so ostringers and raptors could use some some help there i think too you you have never gotten caught in an ostringer invincibility loop sir this is true please enlighten me (laughs) i have i've seen one on the table twice and that was during the open beta and they were promptly thrown across the room as what the hell is this for 
So this was a very particular situation, so I'm not actually using it as an excuse for why they're there, but I had a, I think, a, uh, a steam arachnid go up against an Ostringer, and on his last attack, kill it, he dropped the bird upgrade. On his activation, he attacked me, got the bird upgrade back. On my activation, I missed, hit him, killed him, he lost the bird upgrade. On his <laughs> activation... <laughs> In his activation, he killed me and got the bird upgrade back. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. So yeah, sometimes they're good. If they're going up against three Salsa models. <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me a seven stone model is stronger than a three soul stone model? <laughs> it, took him, it took him like three activations to kill it too. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. So what were we talking about? Right, Ostringers. Yeah, yeah Ost Strin Stringers. Yep. God, I, I never pronounced that right. Well, And I think one of the things is they were a model that was just ubiquitous with Guild all through 2nd Ed because of Deliver Orders. They were what allowed Guild to not only have really good range shooting, that doesn't need to come back to the level it was by any chance, but they also allowed for scheming. And that is what Guild needs help with at the moment, so I could definitely see them getting some kind of deliver orders option back. That's me. I like how Guild steals my birds and then makes them shit. Right? <laughs> Ouch. I want my birds back. Well, they don't know what to do with animals What's now that McMorning's gone. <laughs> oh, hello, man. Oof. Big oof. Okay. <laughs> so they gave him the new guy in Frontier. Hey, here's some birds. Do something with them. <laughs> There's these birds. You just have fun, I guess. Eli, what are your thoughts on Guild? I don't have a lot of like uh, experience with Guild personally, uh, but I do... That doesn't keep you from getting about I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Uh, I do agree with Roman that they need help with scheming because like they, they're, they're just viewed as the Killy uh, faction. They're also, as I've heard explained from Guild players, they're not very reliable at killing either all the time, whereas like a lot of outside of guild factions has like sneaky ways to do extra damage guild is just sort of expected to do just like straightforward i'm gonna try to steamroll you which doesn't really translate well to the board like oh i'm just gonna have a big damage track and they have armor and you're like well i have a normal size damage track yeah they're they're the generic ultramarines of malifo <laughs> but they're Ouch. less loved by the writers <laughs> yeah they should have like five thousand models by now <laughs> that's a 40k joke folks <laughs> okay nate nate so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to one here because i i have thoughts looking at another card so i'm looking at the orderly right five soul stone healing model kind of somewhat got some staggered stuff if you're going into an asylum play um and then i'm just gonna compare it to the the medical automaton in arcanists who you could hire out of keyword for five stones at the same cost, who has a lot more abilities tuned to healing. And I feel like Guild could benefit from a decent healer model. It's like, we could we could borrow some stuff off the medical automaton and give it to the orderly. Like, healing draughts would be nice for that start of activation heal. Like, they don't even have a trigger on their, on their emergency surgery. It's just a one, two, three heal. So, that, that's kind of my thought. We could, we could, we could get, throw them a decent healer. For fairly cheap. Oh, the you, guild you mean like the guild steward? Yeah. The Tanuki like, of guild? You know. 
The tanuki of gills. <laughs> He's just a tanuki. A slightly large tanuki. Honestly, like, automata or not automatons, orderlies don't even have a bonus action, so give them Code Red, because Code Red's really cool and would make them very unique in guild. Would, would that make them, like, the generic healer in the faction? Yes, and I think that would be okay. I love it because they are just former inmates of the asylum that have been brainwashed. <laughs> That is that is that is perfect guild form right there. And you're letting them perform surgery on you. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Also, I think they're only a source of poison in the faction. Oh yeah, they do do poison, don't they? Yeah, kind of. That seems pointless. Okay. Kind of okay, like okay, Tanuki. Okay. Jeff. Oh. <laughs> Jeff. Hi. Um. So my only deal is we have the. Henchman of Mr. Reinhardt, Reichhardt's reach heart. How do you pronounce that? I call him Reichert. Okay, Reichert. Jonathan. <laughs> John. Johnny here. Just your standard free-range executioner. Nothing <laughs> to see here. Right. Who can't? Except execute. he's disguised. No, that's the joke, Roman. <laughs> Wait, you tell jokes? <sighs> Continue, Jeff. So that's my only deal. Is he's an ex? He's a former executioner. With executioner's clause and cannot execute. Yeah, he's a former executioner. They took away his license to yeah. kill. <laughs> you, you, you turn in your badge and your and your crow trigger. You turn in your badge. <laughs> I would like to think that because he only has the one claw hand, he can't actually do execute. Mm. He, it's like the it's like the Anakin Skywalker executing, you know. Count Dooku, he's got to have both of them to do the cross. <laughs> you can't do it without the two claws. You need both. You need no, both. That's, that's, that's good. Riker, Riker could use a little yeah, bit of love. Yeah. He, he yeah. does, because he's not very good. <laughs> Losing his trail of gore, you know, really stops what executioners do in the first place. So True. Yeah, especially for ten. Yeah. Ten, you do not get a lot need of some zazz. You get disguised. <laughs> God, that joke is never going to get old. It is. I love it. It's so okay. good. We're on to Doug. Oh. Doug's. Doug's got stuff. <laughs> I'm going down here first. Oh, I don't have this on here, but uh, we need to buff the pale right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Weird. He's joking. Okay. It's. I'm, it's I'm no longer of, the guild. It's now I, just the faction of pale rider. I ki- I'm kind. I am kind of joking, but also like. There's just one thing that bugs the hell out of me, and I can't believe I'm saying this because this is about the character I hate the most in the oh, game. Wow. Is also the one that I've played the most in Guild, and that is <laughs> Nellie Cochran. And the fact that almost no one in her keyword can actually benefit from the Pale Rider's uh, five-suit trigger. So, I don't know what the specific wording on that needs to change, but allow that keyword to do that, and that's all I want. Thank you, bye. You want- <laughs> so you're telling me you want a whole buff for the Pale Rider... <laughs> Just for Nelly Cochran. Actually, I'd like to point yes. out that, that, technically speaking, Doug is incorrect. They can still take a charge action, which can be free yep. movement. They just don't get the mm-hmm. attack out of it. Yes, good. Some walks out of five suits. Not, not walks, pushes. Great. Yeah, which means they can... Oh, even no, worse. No, that means they can get out of engagement <laughs> that way. Yep. Yeah, it also means that... I mean, you don't want them. You don't want them. <laughs> You're right, I don't. Like, you want them in the thick of it. That's that's kind of how it works. Anyways, okay. Whatever. You guys don't, don't, just don't listen to me, I guess. 
What was that? Moving on to stuff that I actually care about. Perdita needs some love. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I'm not entirely sure if she herself specifically needs it or just the keyword. I'm just going to assume it's the keyword because she seems to be doing okay herself. I mean, she's she shoots things. That's what Perdita <laughs> does. She does a good job at shooting things. I am going to say we need to revisit the pistol arrows. They didn't get anything last errata, and I thought I had a really good suggestion that they could they could be treated as like a higher cost model so that family values could trigger off of some of the enforcers. But as I said, I'm not going to revisit old ideas. So what we're going to do is we're going to, one, give them an actual fucking gun. Because <laughs> no. a small caliber revolver is just the dumbest thing you're going to be bringing against Nephilim. <laughs> you know that you're going to be fighting Nephilim and you're bringing a tiny gun. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. <laughs> so just give them the just give them the Collier revolver. That's a two three four. That's a two three four. That's a reason. <laughs> oh, that's too good, Nate. That's too good. Ah, uh, I missed. Sorry, it. Doug. He said, it. "Give them all ricochet." Because Jeff said, "There's the 22s. Uh, so okay. they're just. They're just taking eyeball shots, and then they're bouncing around in the, the brain cavity. Dang. Now I wish I had heard that. That sounds like I was something I would laugh at. Collier revolvers for the lot of them. And then also a bonus action that's better than what they have. Wait, do they have one? They have Reckless. They have yes. Reckless. They have Reckless, yeah. but... But four wounds. That's... they. Okay, look at this. They have Reckless with four wounds, and no one takes yeah. them. Yeah. So what I am suggesting is something close to uh, risky maneuver. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the, but instead of giving them focus and like a four-inch push, it lets them take the concentrate action and a four-inch mm. push or a three-inch push. I like that. Which means they get focus plus one and effectively seven inches of movement if they use ah, uh, because that would work with uh, bravado. Got it. That would be dope. Yeah. So there's my suggestion for them, and also. Um, I didn't have a new change for the um, enslaved Nephilim. I'm just going to go back with the old standby of give them something along the lines of guilty as charged, but obviously not tormented, but family models. So family models can treat the, the enslaved Nephilim as an enemy. So you can farm a little bit of resources off of it, but not a ton because it'll just die. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I, I want to go back to the pistol arrows for a second. Why do they all have swords and no sword actions? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Because th- surprisingly enough, all of three, all three of them, all named their sword biting insult. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, I had a thought to actually buff Perdita. What if because she's got she's got one very specific action that I don't think you're ever going to use except for in a fairly specific circumstances, and sometimes it's better just not even use it. And that's analyze weakness. So what if we gave her a trigger on her gun to do analyze weakness, like once per activation for free? Like she'd still have to, you know, obviously. Do oh it yeah, gotta love, gotta love, gotta love dead actions. Like I got your back on iron sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, like give her a chance to like, oh, I'm fighting something with armor. I'll take a shot, get a free analyze weakness, and then shoot it some more. And that kind of goes back to what Eli was saying about you know, guild does a lot of flat damage tracks trying to overcome some of the harder defenses, it gives her something against armor, which I think would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Cool. Okay. 
Moving on from the family keyword, I also had Sonya down as uh, needing some love, which also hurts me a bit because I don't like Sonya as a person. <laughs> um, I want I want Hotspot somewhere on in the keyword. I don't know who should get it, but I think someone should have it, and that's uh, where if someone uses the assist action, they take a point of damage. Like huh. within six inches of the person with Hotspot. Yeah, it's a nice little way to sort of punish your opponent for taking Burning Off. Hopkins, I think I'm, I'm going to do something different than what Roman said, and I just want to give him Blaze on a trigger and bake that in. Or is is it already on trigger? It's, I just want him to have Blaze it's, baked in. It's not. He automatically does burning one from his flaming bullets ability. Are you making a weed joke? <laughs> nope. <laughs> he he essentially yeah, already okay, has Okay, so that. it's on it's the just, mallet. Yeah. The mallet. The mallet, not the bear trap. Give him a bear trap! Yeah, no, that, that's really the, the answer here. We we know that Malifo has not only bear trap technology, but bear trap launching technology. Thank you, explorers. Let Sam Hopkins also summon clockwork traps. Along, uh, along with Ooh. along with Hotspot, I, or possibly instead of Hotspot, I think uh, Witchling Thrall should have an ability where they can take some damage to deny a model removing burning. And last but not least, I think sanctioned spellcasters should be witchlings. That makes sense. Yeah. They aren't, like, technically, physiologically witchlings, but they're still imprisoned spellcasters that the witch handlers don't give a crap about. So all effects would work the same, and you might actually see them a little more because they have a few more buffs. Yeah. I like that. Instead of just, like, you know, burning out their soul and turning them into little sword-wielding goblins, uh, you just throw a collar on them. They're they're the indentured servants of witchlings instead of slaves. Yeah. yeah. Which is so much so much better. Uh, last but not least, I thought Orderlies and Heartspan herself could possibly use a bit of a, a, a juice, but instead of making the Orderlies Healy, I thought uh, all of them should get slippery, since that's a thing now. Mm, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Instead of Giving everyone a one-inch melee that some people would prefer to happen in the game, I think we should just start handing out Slippery a little more. Yeah, no, I really like Slippery as a as a tool. It's very interesting. Uh, since that's relatively new, that is, if people can't attack you with melee attack actions unless they're in base contact. Engaged. Well, and not only that, you're not considered engaged. So it's, yes, it's sorry. kind of like having Don't Mind Me in some ways. Yes. Which would be good. Yeah. Don't. It'd be very nice. And agile. But okay, uh, anything else for this faction? Uh, that I just I have a guilt? question on some of your choices. Um, I don't play against Witch Hunters that often, so maybe I'll touch on this one. Isn't the burning mostly going on their own stuff to do things? No. no. Not really, no. no. okay. In fact, and most of them don't ignore that damage. Right, I thought that was the point. A lot of that, was, that was a second edition thing. Witchlings explode and stuff. Like, maybe the last time I played them, I, I rarely touch guild, sorry. So... Yeah, the summon the summoned witchlings get burning just based on the upgrade they have, but that's really it. Okay, so it has changed they a lot since they don't benefit player. at all from all right. burning. Yeah. yeah, no one around here plays witch hunters, so sorry. <laughs> okay, resurrectionists. This is Eli starting. Oof, that's a bad choice. <laughs> I mean, it always is, but <laughs> womp womp. Well, there's um, it's a lot of summoning, so you probably just want this whole faction to go away. <laughs> <laughs> And then Victoria killed Doug. <laughs> I I don't I actually don't know what uh what Rezzers needs. They've always felt like 
in my experience, they've always felt like a decently put together faction. Yeah, they're they're on the upper end of the the curve at the moment for sure. But they've also never mm-hmm. felt like it, it. It feels like a, a well built faction in that it's good, but it doesn't feel like it's overdone and you don't have to try to win. I'm not ref- I'm not refer- referencing any other factions when I say this, of course. <laughs> None of those out there. Well, okay, if you don't have any actual good input, Eli, oh, uh, just... why did you come here? No, Nate. <laughs> I live here. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's okay, Eli. Next time Sean's out, we'll, uh, we'll have you play his Yonlo or his Seamus. Oh. Ugh. Oh, no. All right, uh, so my thoughts. I've, I'm, I'm a fan, just in general, of, like, s- smaller models. So, like, the, I, I like the cheap stuff. Size comes... one models. Not, not not just like size wise, but cost wise too. Like I like I like the chaff models, so I'm always, I always have a soft spot. So I think I think canine remains could could use some love because like they're they're just there's not much going on there, and I think all they really need is just like one more wound, just so they can really take a hit and not immediately die. That's fair. What are they? Yeah, three wounds, and they 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 don't fall into that standard resurrectionist party of having more wounds than their cost. So like. Why wouldn't you just take other stuff in Resurrectionist, which is fair. So give him a fourth wound with hard to wound. That gives him a couple hits, even against like a min three model. And then, and then they just don't, they gives him a little life. Oh, or on life. Sorry. Oh. I just, I thought, I, I think I had a good idea for once. For canine remains? Before someone else mocks me. Yes, for canine remains, but several other models that I think most people consider to be pretty weak. And th- so this is going to be affecting several cards, but I think... You should remove the word "other" from pack mentality. No, I, I agree. I like that. I agree Absolutely. With that. So, so suddenly you have actually a sort of a reason to bring three canine remains because now they're hitting on sevens. Hell yeah! Or guild hounds, or corrupted hounds, or heck, this even helps Boltungan. <laughs> Wait, nothing's <laughs> allowed with... to help Boltungan. <laughs> they could, they could have a stat eight. You know, across, across that the long. board. Across the board, most models with pack mentality need some love, so that honestly wouldn't be a bad thought. Yeah. Uh, my other thought for Rezzers is Lampads. Yeah. Can we can we give Lampads some love? They cost eight stones. Can 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 I, can we have a stat six on at least one of their attacks, please? I think they. I don't got care which one. Overcorrected the last edition because last edition they were on fire. Yeah. Like. Ah, so, um, uh, I see what you did there. But yeah, they they toned them way back after the change. Yeah, they cost eight stones, and yeah, like just one one stat six attack, please. I think both be fine. Even yeah, like at 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 the lowest end, but yeah, like they could they could stand to be stat six on their attacks, and you're probably fine there. You gotta give model. people an incentive to assemble those things. Exactly. <laughs> like don't don't make the Reva players suffer any more than they have to. I'm one of them. I love Reva. She's one of my favorite Rezzer masters. Because she's uh, actually a good person? Eh, I don't... I play gremlins. I don't care so much about your moral fiber. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a solid maybe. <laughs> that's a solid maybe. So that's all I got. All right. Jeff. So I've got one unpopular choice. That's just people, uh, when I tell them this, I, they're like, you know, you can go die in a fire now. So I'm expecting that coming here. I think there should be... One more forgotten non-minion model? Huh. Okay. I, I'm not sure how that works as an errata, but... Okay, hey, so right. sometime in the future, whatever the next <laughs> yeah. book is. Um, the yeah, other thing is, that. 
I think Manos is still a little bit up there. Still a little bit on the... He's still pretty good. Yeah. He is real good. Even even with his um, upgrade brought down to where it was, it's still a lot to deal with. Whereas also Yin's up, reliquary upgrade, well, Yin in general kind of is crap, unfortunately. So I'm, kind of just, Yin. I'm looking for bouncing the two of them. Bring you know, Manos down a little bit, bring Yin up a little bit. That's fair. Can, can we just... Get a pair of balls, weird, and change his name from Manos the Risen to Manos the Hands. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this is, I love this. It's like, this is mildly serious talk, kind of, sort of. Let's just ruin it with jokes and talk, crazy talk about, like, only having 50 soul stones on the board. He could have an action called Hands of Fate. Ah, mm, I like that. No, good. Good, 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 good. Doug's turn. Do we do we get a full scale von Stuck rant? <laughs> um, von Stuck is good. Uh, he's real good, and I'm trying to withhold my absolute hatred over this I'm, model. I'm glad I uh, I'm glad I cameoed in the uh, Reser Primer with all the talk of of von Stuck badness. Oh God, <laughs> he's too good. He's too good. I don't think there's anyone out there that's going to tell you that he's not too good. And, like, the problem is is that it's not just one model. All of his models are just, just above the curve. Like, just on, on a standard, the plus one wound, plus armor, plus hard to wound, it's just a bitch to get through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and while you're getting through it, they're drawing cards. Yeah. Oh, God, they're drawing so many cards. Sweet mother of God. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, let's see. So, but the sad thing is is that I... I don't want to, like, ruin everyone, so we're just going to ruin Von Stuck himself. So first up, we're going to just completely get rid of Academic Broadcast and the True Disappointment trigger, because that still doesn't have a cap, as far as I know. And being able to, I don't know, uh, kill a Fire Golem from full seems like too good of a thing to have baked into an attack. Yeah. And just to be a dick, I'm going to say that uh, the new student upgrade, or, yeah... Uh, technically not the new student upgrade. The upgrade that lets you summon is only going to summon undergrads. Hmm. Only undergrads. Which is still okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's still pretty good. He doesn't really need to summon. The models themselves are are just, just really good. Maybe, at the very least, like, if you really need to, change the undergrad that F with, like, a 13 and removing some corpses or something, they can transform into a student or something, if you want to do it that way. But, uh, yeah. Free stu- free free undergrads is still good. Yeah. No, okay, and not- I I was worried thematically, like where you were going with that, but I think that actually works. That yeah, like you you summon them at the lowest level quote of their education with the university, which would be an undergrad. Then maybe you could find some way to like add a grow ability on the upgrade they get. Hmm. Continuing education. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Pass- and, passing um, grade when this model kills something, it can replace with. Another oh yeah, no, like so. Yeah, like if they kill if they kill a construct, they can upgrade to a steel. If they kill an undead, they can upgrade to a uh, sinu. A sinu. Oh, oh, and if no. they kill a living, oh no, no, no. So my one problem with that, and the reason the reason Doug is sad at that is it's more win more. And I mean, yeah. it's a it's a grow, not a summon, though. Yeah, but that exact situation we came into during our game where you killed Neil Henry. Mm. Summoned a student, guess, yeah. sun, summoned an undergrad, and the undergrad killed my Emberling. So that would have just been, mm. you know, free student of steel. 
That's true. Yeah. I think we can all agree that like the the summon by killing stuff is just a feel bad, no matter how you cut it. Like I I think the one that I'm somewhat okay with on that is lynches because it mm-hmm. requires a good amount of brilliance to be out for it to matter. Yeah. What about the same with Sonya? I'm pretty okay with Sonya, just because it it you gotta stack the burning and keep the burning and kill them. What about Levitic? I'm pretty okay with Levet- that. Levitic. Levitic. <laughs> uh, no, just because the fact that you're just airdropping in a bubble of no healing is a <laughs> dick move. And Levy's already good without doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you got rid of that that trigger, I don't think too many people are going to complain. If you got it off of Levy, okay. like, leave it on everyone else. Everyone else can summon off that, too. Right, but the, I, none I of them are, are minion. None of them can use soul stones for the trigger. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Uh, no. We're not on Leviticus yet. We're not on Levy yet. Okay, so uh, after we've just utterly nerfed Von Stuck, and another idea, and this is maybe not necessarily on top of, but uh, adjacent, I would like summon upgrades to actually have a permanent bad effect, like Kirai's, even though Kirai's yeah. also maybe a little too good. Because just like them coming like the in zombies. for one turn and being slightly less efficient would be nice. And so I thought, like, just giving them almost like a permanent condition, negative condition, and depending on which summoner it was, would be a different uh, condition. Uh, I think just because you just suddenly, out of this living thing, you've cobbled together uh, a zombie that they should, like, permanently have staggered. I think the new student upgrade should just give out staggered and keep it on them at all times. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. It doesn't like stop that. their killing ability whatsoever, and it, it doesn't. And undergrads don't care because they can still teleport wherever the hell they want. But <laughs> okay, moving on. This isn't the Von Schill show. Uh, Kirai, um, not as bad as Von Schill. I think she just needs a little stuck. bit of tampering down. That's stuck. They're both VS, which is very difficult in my brain. I apologize, Von Stuck. I think summons should come in with a little bit of damage, unless I've misread the card, and they do. Do they not? Uh, I don't think so. So, like, just because everything you summon is also coming in with vengeance, I think dealing less damage back would be kinder to your opponent. Um, So maybe just, like, two irreducible damage or something for things that get summoned. Also, they don't need the crow built in. Come on. Yeah, the the, the crow that negates the negative part of their upgrade basically yeah kirai has plenty of ways to heal they it's it's not needed and then you're not giving like drowned free stunned <laughs> sir okay um that's irami that's transmortis red chapel needs some lovin and i think the pain point people like to point out is sybil so we'll go ahead and buff sybil but how do we buff sybil by also buffing the keyword. I think Sybil needs Cruel Disappointment. That seems vaguely thematic to a cat house, madam. That's fair. Makes the rest of the crew tougher. And on top of that, or adjacent to that, something I would like to call Sell the Goods. Uh, which pretty much, you know how the you know enemy model ends a movement within X amount of them that's not on their activation. Something happens, that shtick, right? Right. Yeah, I think hers should be... Like, she has it. Oh, man, what is what is that called? Do you remember? Okay, she already has Bump in the Night, but I also think either Bump in the Night or possibly her Undivided Attention should, in addition to whatever it's doing, say that when an enemy model ends a uh, movement, 
Within six of her that's not on its activation, she can move in an additional two inches. Hmm. Which basically says your your lures are now kind of like bringets, but without the attack. Just being able to move that thing that little bit closer to your stuff to get it in that um, you're going to just have a bad time part of your bubble would be fun. Technically, that's also giving, because of Bump in the Night, that's giving your minions focus plus two, but... I mean, it's not like the, it's not like the Red Chapel minions are known for hitting hard. <laughs> I don't see that now. being that big of a problem. Okay, uh, that's 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 done with me. Uh, that's I'm good. Uh, Roman. So I definitely agree with you on Von Stuck and Karai. The other nerf I would recommend is on the Dead Rider. I don't know specifically what, but it is ridiculous. It's probably going to be on its on its ultimate because that. A, it's soul. Yeah, on on Soulfire because a jumping from everybody gets a flat one damage to everybody gets a two three four ignoring hard to kill and because this isn't a uh, an opposed duel, there's no negative flip on it. Like that's really dumb. I think if anything, that should just turn into take two damage or everybody takes a flat damage. Like or or if they have to keep the two three four include a negative flip on it something like that the dead rider is is painful in more than it should I w- be i would not say two because if you hit anyone with armor it is one damage or one damage okay so maybe like uh irreducible see i i could see two irreducible and i say that as someone who just freaking hates irreducible <laughs> yeah me too but i mean it yeah, is but- it is a five suit trigger it's got to yeah. be spectacular this is just yeah, maybe a little too spectacular yeah it's a high resource irreducible damage so i think that's not that bad yeah i wonder if anyone's ever brought hamelin into resers and lamented uh, oh. the fact your opponent just gained like 12 soul stones <laughs> oh. yeah and on the other hand you get to draw a lot of cards but that's a bad time all around you yep. still got to discard down to your yeah hand limit sadly yeah that <sighs> okay my follow-up on that is while i agree sybil herself needs help red chapel overall is not as bad as everybody thinks it is it's as as joe said in the reser primer it's a lot of people going but i wish my bell still had 18 inch lures at stat seven or eight <laughs> like it it still is ridiculously good it just works a little differently it's no longer bells bringing people in to kill them in a group it's Bell's bringing people into Seamus, so Seamus has a as many extra attacks per round as you have models. Like, anybody who's not trying that, go do it. You'll quit complaining about Red Chapel, but your opponents will start. <laughs> okay, um, anything else for Rezzers or we move on? No, I think we're good. Moving on. Nate, cover the Arcanists. Oh, good. I, I, I get to start Arcanists? <laughs> I did That's not a- think this... That's a think this bold choice, it. sir. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, actually, I'm. I want to be gentle. And again, my my goal here with with everything I'm doing is to like buff some of the lower cost models that just don't see play much. So I'm I'm looking at mole men, who are not good. No, <laughs> they're they're not good. And I was kind of racking my brain trying to think of a intru- something to make them interesting at the very least. And I think they need a whole revamp of how they. How they tunnel about, and the whole network of tunnel things, and burrow, that's all meh. Whatever. Get rid of that. Just just throw <laughs> all that away. We're gonna we're gonna basically make mole men mini Groot slangs. Yes. Like yep. 
give them give them access to like let them put out layer markers and then also if Marcus is playing in Neverborn this is a side buff to Neverborn if Marcus is playing in Neverborn they can interact with the Groot Slang's layer markers and I mean hell like if you want to make him a little tougher give him give him Colette's fadeaway trigger so they reduce damage too and they disappear they shouldn't cuz they shouldn't be tough they're old people Right, but also there are four there are four wounds and have a defense trigger that says I go away for a little while. Like to make the defense trigger do something. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't build it in like it is now, but let it let it do something to actually defend them. And then yeah, let them let them play around with the Groot Slang Slayer markers, and I think you get a more interesting model instead of having to rely on putting ski markers downfield and then going to where you've already been to a ski marker. Hooray. Yep. Uh, if that uh, if that's all you're buffing, Nate. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm giving the Arcanists. I'm buffing Mole Men. I agree. Okay. Hey, I'm not nerfing anything, so <laughs> you're welcome. I'll have that ten dollars uh, for you later, Nate. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like uh, I feel I feel like Nate understands that we're are going to cover what needs what needs nerfed, so he I'm trusts not, us. Well, I just also just don't have. I lost Roman, so I don't have as much experience against Arcanists. <laughs> He's right here on the internet. Yeah, but, like, I lost him as a regular player. Oh, okay. I was never so I a regular didn't... player. I was always a crazy player. Yeah, but we, we talked about it a lot more in Jeff, person, too. Jeff, what are your thoughts about <laughs> Arcanists? So, I don't play them often, and when I do, it's always apparently against December for some reason. I don't know how that happens, but it does. <laughs> so, my only real knowledge of them, except for the one game I played recently against Doug, like, last year sometime, which, you know, he's, you know, Oh no! Wait, that was that was Nelly. That wasn't. The, never mind. I'm so used to thinking about <laughs> yeah, you and Nelly. Ironside, but you know that's over now. Um, I can bring Ironsides against you if you want. Oh, I can try that. That's cool. Uh, so my thought is the Ice Dancer is a little lacking, and so I had the idea of throwing drag behind on it, but for both schemes, uh, scheme markers and icicle markers. Huh. Okay. So it can drag those things to the locations you need them to outside of that, you know, short range that you get with the eight inches or something. Uh, it, it does that with ice skating already. It moves them. Yes. Yeah. Then why are people not doing that? <laughs> Cause no one's bringing them anyways. Yeah. Because they have a zero inch engagement and a one, three, four damage track is the answer. They need slippery. Yeah. <laughs> they, they could gain slippery. Honestly, I, I could see them gaining armor. Like they have, they're covered in ice. Hmm. Give them armor. It'd be fine. Then invisible ice. Invisible ice. All right. So mine. So I'm just. I'm just dumb, and so are my opponents apparently. So I don't know why it's not <laughs> happening. But they're bringing them, which is the weird part. They're not doing that. Well, that's the problem. That's why they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ah oh, man, I've never played December. I played as December, and the few times I've had December brought against me, I've never seen them, so I'm just making that joke. I honestly don't know how good they are or not. <clears throat> but people complain about them, so I'm just sort of... Decent scheme runners mean they're fast as hell. Going with the flow. Okay. Doug's, Doug's next. Okay. Sandeep and Colette are a problem. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Sandeep... Oh, goodness. That is a bold statement, sir. <laughs> Let the record show I did not immediately object. <laughs> uh first up kandara just can we just not give her the mantra she doesn't need it i think she's still good mm-hmm. and then we can get rid of the absurd card draw or 
I don't know, like, if you absolutely need Kandara to just mill you cards, then give her, like, Surge on her attacks. So you can either blast out Staggered or get a card. There, you're welcome. Golems, uh, just have the, just make sure, like, on the upgrade, it says when this model it, it comes into play or whatnot. Uh, you just get rid of all conditions. I realize that's kind of kind of hurt the fire golem more, but like focus, everyone knows focus stacking is a bit of a problem, and it's worse on the golems than it is on a a rat king for murder reasons. <laughs> See, I would argue there the better answer is just to stop allowing focus stacking. Like make I, I guess yeah condition stacking in general, or just focus. Well, specifically in, in the replace rules, like, you can just have Hamlin do his bonus action and go, look, my Rat King that I just made out of my activation has seven focus. Hmm. I'm, I'm saying, like, if you're if you're bringing it together, go max of, you can bring over three focus or something. Three? Yeah. Is that specifically for replacing, or do you think they just need a game-wide thing? I don't know. I, I think that really depends on if uh, Distracted got hmm. turned into full anti-focus or not. Yes. The only other problem with focus stacking I, I know of is Fuhatsu. So right now it just seems more like a fix Sandeep, fix Fuhatsu thing. But, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh. Well, the reason I bring that up is because it's, it's not just focus is a thing that can be moved over. Like, yeah. Because it's less relevant when for a lot of things. But, for example, with uh, Karis and fire things, you're, mm-hmm. you're bringing over burning. Yeah. Well, well I and, and I think... To that point, that's what Doug was saying. The, but I, I would argue, Doug. I think you're on the right track. What I would say is, on those, our powers combined upgrades or whatever it's called, make that only go off once per turn. Because mm-hmm. I think the the biggest issue with Sandeep after Kandara draws all the cards forever is turn one. It's really easy for him to get two golems of his choice out. Yeah, yeah but like if you go with him. First thing, second turn, then you just get that second golem anyways. It's it. Mm. Yeah, there, there's no real good answer as long as making I golems can, in the middle of the game is a thing, I think. It's like the, 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 mm. I, the issue, I, like, I, sort of a tangential sort of like issue, issue with summoners, which honestly doesn't affect Dreamer all that much, is that like, unless you are against a really fast crew, you're not bothered a whole ton first turn. Yep. So you can pretty easily, and like even the beginning of the second turn, unless you push forward hard, the only things that are in threat are the stuff you want to be in threat. So, right. I mean, that's obviously not the case with like wedge. <laughs> I could even I could even see a change to the the upgrade, the our powers combined or whatever. Basically, where it would say there can only be one one model with this upgrade, so you can't do an ult an, a second like a second golem basically until the first one dies. Make it plentiful one. What was that? Make it plentiful one. Oh, yeah, what, like on the thing of when with our powers combined, be like this uh, upgrade becomes plentiful one until. Well, I mean, well, just this upgrade. All, this the, up- all the summons have it, so we wouldn't be able to have more summons beyond just the golem having. Only one enforcer at a time may have this upgrade attached. There it Ooh, is. There we go. There's the wording we're looking for. Yay! Good job, Roman. I, I try. Yay! Thanks, Roman. There, we fixed. We fixed everything. Sandeep we is perfectly. Hey, Colette. Hey, that that uh, that's that <laughs> fix I said before. Presto, presto, changeo should only affect uh, friendly. The, the the replacing model should only be friendly showgirls. There, 
I still think like fade away is kind of a negative play experience. I agree. Um, so I'm going to say we just don't have it on her anymore. <laughs> um, I would suggest like like my suggestion, which would be I think a lot of fun and kind of dangerous for Colette. But the whole point of you know being a showgirl or being a magician is like that perception of danger. So I think like. It can still reduce damage by two, but instead of bur- burying her, she places next to an enemy model within six inches that has distracted on it and remove distracted. That's a, then, that's a lot of hoops to jump through, but I like the angle you're going for. Yeah, yeah. obviously all these ideas are very rough. Mm-hmm. I am not a game developer, as I said before. But None like, like, yeah, I can reduce that damage and possibly get out of melee, so you can't <clears throat> take a second AP against me. But I am benefiting the opponent by taking away distracted from them. Yeah, yeah. about the suit just wasn't built in. Eh, that's fair. Hmm. Problem there is she's already pretty expensive uh, as far as what she needs hmm. to do. Because as far as the back of her card goes, it's like if you're not getting off of like two presto changes a turn you're kind of annoyed at how she's working false reality honestly could use a buff because i think i've used it twice ever and it doesn't feel like a master's action just because this crew does not get out enough distracted for it to matter like four inches plus twice the value of the target's distracted condition i think honestly just get rid of bewilder and give her a different better suit on it because it's not really the the movement that's the problem. It's just that if I can either, for the same amount of actions, move you two inches versus move two models like 16 inches and get a scheme marker out of it, I'm doing the latter one all the time. Mm. Whereas like Bewilder's like, oh, you need to stack the thing that keeps your crew alive that you don't stack efficiently. And is really easy to get rid of. And yes, drawing cards is good, but not when it comes at the cost of killing your crew. Okay, that's my thoughts for the art. Wait, no, no. Mayfang might need a little bit of help. Oh, wait. Cycle back to Colette. One other thing. One other slight, slight change that I would say is to take the duet and put it into Dead Man's Hand. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> It's just it's it seems like it's causing trouble for the rest of the faction for the game developers. Okay? Like people still aren't getting the whole activation thing right, or so combining the duet with the mechanical writer and suddenly it has eight act it's eight actions. No, it doesn't have eight actions. <laughs> See again, I I agree with you. It doesn't have eight actions, but that's not a dead man's hand the model. That's an FAQ the problem. <laughs> so that if anybody tries it, you go Bro. look over and read the sentence. No, you Jesus don't do Christ, that. That was a joke, Roman. <laughs> I don't understand jokes when it comes to my girl. It isn't your girl. It's the puppet she's bringing with that are fucking salad shooters on the ends of her hands. <laughs> or, I mean, and I hate to suggest this because the theme of it's really cool. What if it just doesn't split anymore? <sighs> and they just make the duet model good. <laughs> on its own because the, the the split thematics is good but it causes a lot of problems split the difference it splits you can't reform that could be interesting it can split once and then it's two core right 
and the Corifei don't have the take the, take the give the Corifei thing Dance that doesn't make them come back together. Just lose that entirely. If you did that and got rid of the thing that says it loses half of its health when it does that, yeah, that would be yeah, yeah. decent. It would still be comparatively boring to what it does now. I would honestly say in, instead of that, get rid of the execute trigger on it. Because mm. right yeah. now the, that's really where it does the, the big melee pain. Because even at stat 7, it's a min 2. Like You got to put focus into it and other resources to make it actually hurt. Mostly it's a well-armored scheme runner that is threatening enough that people don't want to bother it. Okay, now let's talk about Mei Fang. <laughs> <laughs> She's just... Uh, she just needs... She needs a little love. Out of... I'm just gonna... Like, this is kind of me, like, reaching for someone that needs a buff. And I saw... Honestly, I saw that Jeff had covered December, so I was like, you know what? May May needs a little bit of help. And the thing is, like, her one good shtick is the rail walk, and that's pretty easy to deny for your opponent once they hear Foundry. And since it's their only shtick, if you turn it off, they're kind of meh. And there's, like, not even, like, turning off the rail walk, but, like, the, almost the entire crew is min too, and they suck into armor and hard to wound, and they just don't hit as hard as other melee crews in the faction. Mm-hmm. I, they need, I need a little bit of help. Also, like, they have a lot of discard effects and no draw card effects. Yep. That's, that's just, like, a lot of things inside... Across other models, and so I would say May should maybe have an aura that says uh, she can just deny scrap marker removal at a cost. Maybe maybe discard a card. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> mm. Oof. But then also she needs she needs an ability, and and I just I, call, I called it busy working. That says when a friendly minion ends its activation, where it did not take an attack action, you may draw a card. Oh, I like hmm. that. That's interesting. It's not a ton of card draw. It encourages you bringing minions, and it gives you a little bit of boost during that first turn and part of turn two where you're setting up your rail lines. Yeah. I think that and stat seven on her punch. Oh, yeah, I could I could see that. She needs to be... She really... Like, once she wants to kill something, she should be able to do that. Yeah. Well, And also that allows her to better... Uh, declare her triggers because she's dropping down to stat 5 on her attack when she does that effectively mm-hmm. instead of 4. And she needs to replace her second faction as 10 Thunders with Bayou because... Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I would... I, honestly, I would absolutely love a a, a tri-faction master. That'd I was thinking dumb, just make Sparks but... a henchman so you can just, you know, take your fountain yeah. down that way. I really oh. wish Sparks was a henchman, just because that'd be really fun. That'd just so many models, oh my god. It'd be so good. I mean, it's <laughs> it's no better and or worse than, like, the first mate with Infamous and Swamp Fiend, like... That's a lot of models. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what we really need, actually, is just for the... Oh god, I lost it. Okay, moving on. Who's who's up next? Roman! Yeah! So, some of mine have already bled over into into yours with the duet yep. and whatnot, so I won't cover those again. But, first off, give saboteurs a gun. <laughs> they they have discovered the technology of gun. Small gun. Oh, you mean you mean... You mean worse operatives, right? Yeah, no, I, I imagine they've <laughs> they've met up with their... Uh, with the operatives at the uh, spy synonym uh, conference sometime since the Explorers came out. 
and uh, have, have discovered Derringers are a thing. And honestly, I think that's all they need. That puts them back on a relatively equal footing, but still feeling different because of their abilities. But it actually allows them to use one of their abilities more than once in a blue moon. I think that's that get, makes them a boon to the faction as opposed to a very corner case take. Beyond that, other than stuff Doug's already mentioned, uh, showgirls need help. For And the thing I keep pointing to when people look at me and go, wait, why are you helping Colette? First, I agree with Doug that Fadeaway shouldn't exist, at least not on a master. Uh, it's, it is a non-interactive playstyle, and it is not fun for anybody involved. I would say scrap that and give her back effectively what she had last edition of discard a scheme marker nearby and move, and you can keep doing that. Because that at least is a resource that the opponent has ways to interact with to try and get to the point where they can effectively attack her. Uh, but for the showgirls specifically, they are the same cost as a bell with two less wounds, one less ability, and the one that the bells have is hard to wound and uh, disguise, so you can't charge them, which is good for them because they have lure. The showgirls also have lure. So please come towards me to where you'll probably be in charge range, and now I've activated and don't have manipulative up. These guys need help. Honestly, I would say instead of lure, swap out for, oh, I just had it. It's Sybil's uh, beckoning call. It's instead of come towards me, it's go towards another friendly. Oh, that's actually good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, other thing the bells have is their melee is willpower, and as long as the thing they're attacking is near another friendly, the thing they're attacking is at negatives on willpower and treats and their damage treats all negatives as if they were positives. Honestly, give showgirls unassuming demeanor as a as an attack as their melee. Do that, and yeah, I think this is great. It would make sense that yeah, the performers would be a lot closer to bells than they currently are. Yeah, just thematically as well as unassuming demeanor. Yeah, it's the same damage track, it's just versus willpower, and they treat all negatives as if they were positives in the damage flip. Makes sense thematically, too. Yeah. Keep oh keep the same triggers. Sorry, I'm just thinking that plus Harada with distraction. So, yeah, yeah, it's the same idea as whenever the bells hit anything in Scarlet Temptation yeah. range, which is all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who started this, Nate? Eli. Yeah, Eli's you next. put me Eli's first. Next. Eli's last. Uh, so Nate covered uh, and did a better job of helping the Molemen. Uh I was going to touch <laughs> on that, but yeah, that was definitely right. Um, I think the Slate Ridge Mauler should gain uh, Performer. Yes! Uh, <laughs> yes! Boris! Boris! <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a great... That's it. That's the only change Arcanists need. <laughs> Bear Force right One, we're coming the... back, baby. Bear Force One! If we include my presto changeo changes, this goosh collect goes right back to being a problem. Yeah, <laughs> Suddenly bad. bear. That's not that bad. Uh, uh, an actual change I was looking at, because I was looking at why the mechanical writer's uh, five trigger ability isn't viewed as as good as like the hooded rider and the pale rider, and it's because it's not. Uh, but they can like get, I mean, they have, Models within six inches to this. So if you got five models within six inches, like that's five new actions for you mm -hmm. right there. So why not on Revelation, where it's like friendly non-master may activate immediately, give 
that model also fast and focused. Ooh. So that it has three actions and saves an action on concentrating. And depending on your model, you can actually do something effective and targeted, which seems very Arcanist. Like, hey, I'm going to charge you up and get you out there with my magic powers. I don't hate that. You know? Yeah. I like it. Although I would, I was actually going to bring up the Macaronic because I forgot. And this is because I've been playing it wrong this entire time. But I guess the five suit trigger can affect any model on the board that's not ma- not a master. I had always been playing it because they have that pull six on their range that they had to be within six of the rider. So, I mean, I'd be cool, especially if Eli- if we're doing Eli's buff, then make sure that the model's within six. Restrict that to being the, the six-inch range. See, and I see where you're coming from there. I think the issue then is now you have this 11-stone model that is, uh-huh. generally speaking, not a beater, unlike the other riders. Mm-hmm. And you have this 11-stone model, and you're now taxing in another model to hang out with it as it's running schemes towards the end of the game. So it's really like a at least 15 or 16-stone model. I mean, it is move seven. That is a bonus action. It can get within... If it's within 20 inches of something it wants to reactivate, it can do that. Right, but are there things that can keep up with it that need to be reactivated in the space where it is on the turns when it's actually getting to reactivate something? That's what I'm saying, though, is the things don't need to keep up with it. It can just turn around and reactivate something if it's going to make the difference. Right. Because it's not the biggest hitter, but it can swing around and go, hey, I'm going to come back to you, again, 20 inches of, of potential range there, and say, you get to go again. That's spending 11 stones on a thing whose only purpose is to be a different model. Yeah. I mean, it's also a fast, good like, scheme runner like for the it, rest like of the it's, game. It's, it's, it, I'm, 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 I am fully capable of saying it is a really good scheme runner. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, it's 11 stones, so it should be a really good scheme runner. Yeah. I like the idea of you having the choice of it either sticking around your crew, benefiting the either three-suit tr- uh, three trigger or the five-suit trigger, or it's out scheme running, in which case the only target it has without having to run back to your crew is itself. It can still reactivate itself. My concern is if you make it within range for scheme running purposes, because usually when you're bringing it, it's for like deep breakthrough or power ritual when that's you know, an option if you're playing GG zero um, and you need something else on like the other side of the board, but also in your enemy's deployment zone and the mech riders on the, the opposite corner at that point, if I'm needing to make sure that they're in within that six inch range, I'm not bringing the writer. I'm kind I'm not bringing the, the tech in whatever it's trying to reactivate. I'm just bringing two wind gammon. That's my concern. I, I think if you made it instead of any model on the board, how about in line of sight? Mm. Yeah, fair. Take I compromise. find it odd that we're talking about this as it's the only thing this thing is doing is that five tome action. That's going going off once a game, most likely, right? Uh, well, no. if you give it Soulstone once Cash, you can do it on turn two if you have it some in hand. But <laughs> yeah, no, you are probably banking those if at all possible, and you can hide him because riders are fast, so you could reliably have it go off turn uh, 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. Pardon. Obviously, your opponent should be putting pressure on the rider, right. but, I mean, the, the the problem is, like, the four-suit one is kind of crap. 
Unless you specifically have a crew that mills through cards, you have an 11 soulstone model taking up 11 soulstones of your crew, with right. only two actions to put cards in your discard pile. So, you have to wait until you get a bunch of stuff in the discard pile, outside of the corner case of you flipping all, like all of your severes at once. That never happens. You're waiting to get a bunch of stuff in the discard pile, so when you finally have it go off, you have a lot fewer activations to actually take benefit of it. The three suit one is pretty good. So we so we give it the Trixie keyword, and then it can do that with Bryn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn it. Oh, God. Listen, I'm just trying to steal more Arcanist tech over here. Don't stop and me. And now we see why Nate didn't nerf anything. <laughs> <laughs> My master plan. Or you could just bring all of the steam arachnids. I don't know why you do that. Hell yeah! So the problem is the steam arachnids. The steam arachnids aren't really terrible, but they're always a not a good, not as good of a choice as just bringing another upgrade. Yeah. Just make Ma dual yeah. faction get over with it. I would love that so much. I yeah, I wouldn't don't hate that. Hate that. <laughs> I I expected to have a harder reaction to that, but I really don't. My only upset like, about that is like, I've, I've been fighting for Bruy to be an Arcanist for a long time now. I yeah, would but, also take but it kind of makes it kind of makes sense. Like Mei Fang approaches Tony at the the Hollow Point pumping station and is like, "Hey, look, you're causing trouble. What if we just signed a contract? We give you some of the robots and we call it even." Tony, yeah, the you know president of the union. She comes in like, "Hey, stop fucking with my union." And Mei Fang's there, you know, it's like, hey, th- some of these guys are cool. Oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> Mei-, Mei Fang is vouching, not the one approaching yeah. nonsense. Okay. Gotcha. And Mei's I'm like, cool with th- this. there's these fucking gremlins. <laughs> some of them are pretty cool. What if we just sit down and talk? And I think, I think Tony and Ma would have a mutual respect as, as punchy ladies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we've spent enough time on Arcanus. Let's move along. <laughs> <laughs> to the Neverborn and Jeff, I think, yeah, Jeff. Jeff is on first. Yes. For this. yes. I am first. All right. What's so, on second? I don't know. Third base. Do this. Thank you. So, my normal interaction with Neverborn is either when I play Barbaros and Outcast and use my Nephilim, or I'm getting my face punched in by Pandora, <laughs> which is off. <laughs> Technically, you're the one punching your own face in, but continue. <laughs> yes, and that's the problem. True. Um, so I just think Pandora should be put in Dead Man's Hand in the end. Goodbye. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put her in the box. Ooh. <laughs> nope. Oof. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Mm. Hottest we already, of takes. We already lost two to Dead Man's Hand, can we not? <laughs> well, we need oh. to lose two more then. You pick the other oh. one. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Let's get rid of Dreamer and have Chompy be the master. I'd tell you to get rid of Tony, but you basically already did that. Oh! <laughs> I'm f- I was the one that met it, like, for, for story reasons, I'd be 100% on board if Tony died. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Saving a bus of children. Okay, so so what what are you challenges uh, so, are you, cha- changes are you actually trying to make here? Uh, so the actual changes I'm making are to the um, the lesser two of the Nephilim, Lilu and Litu, because they are terrible. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, you don't hear much uh, about them anymore. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard anyone take them. Yeah, seriously. They're yeah, they're um, all good together, and that's a lot of stones to mm-hmm. 
to put into that. That's when they're when that's they're, a lot of uh, stones you could be for. spending on mature nephilims. <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like the thing. I think like the understanding in the meta is like you play Texas Nekama or you don't play Nekama. <laughs> I disagree with that. But that's, I do. That's, honestly, that's all I've all I've heard. So I I hope I'm wrong because I want to see more different play different play styles. I would say that Nekama, Nekama tips ten gallon how howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Nekama half currently of your freezing her ass spoken off. for with Nekama because you <laughs> you want certain models, but I don't think you need to have only mature Nephilim. Like it's you you can play with other models and you can do stuff with that. Like voice of reason, Eli. Thank you. That's why we keep him around, folks. Yeah, I just love the mental image. Of also, Texas he's just I also he's just like warming that. the hell out of your lap. Oh, you know it. <laughs> also, Nate, wouldn't that be Texama? <laughs> so okay, anything like specific about them you think they should have, Jeff? Well, I honestly, I forgot they existed, so I'm I don't. Sure yeah, they do. see. Uh, so one thing is that I kind of want to give a throwback to second was give Litu back that three inch whip range because that was like it was four back then. So, you know, no one's got anything near that anymore. But to give that special, hey, I've got everything covered on this because two inches are okay. pretty common nowadays. Yeah, relatively. Mm-hmm. That whip is really long, though. Right. Mm. So breakable. <laughs> Very breakable. You know, if you stretch it out, I'm sure it would it would look like a three a three height model next to the uh, the two height. So, like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that visually yeah. makes and sense. You could you could probably say that whip's five inches long compared to Alphonse <laughs> size three slash four. <laughs> We're not here to rag on models, but we'll totally rag on Alphonse when we get to buy you. Oh. <laughs> But I don't want to. But what what about Leo? Do, do you have anything for Leo? Though? I think at least one of them should have fly. I mean, if we're going to give the three inches to Lilu too, or how you pronounce her, give Lilu fly and then a fly with me specifically for Lilu too. So they can bring each other, giving you a, a reason why you bring both of them as opposed to that twin soul bullshit. Okay. I will say that there is a, a lot of healing if you do it right in that crew. So that twin soul will keep them filled up. How much How much of the issue is the fact that if you don't hire them, you have to have two things grow into the twins at the same time for them to be worthwhile? Yeah, I, I think the inherent problem is just that mature Nephilims are just so much more efficient. Yeah. <laughs> like, and looking at Lilu and Lilitu, they're interesting. Like, they're very mm-hmm. interesting models, but... How do they stack against a young you can... Nephilim, even? Yeah. I honestly don't know because that because that's honestly the better the better parallel here because that's the growth point that they would be at right yeah and that's the thing is like a young nephilim or like a black blood shaman mm-hmm. like black blood shamans add so much to the crew oh, yeah. and then also young nephilim are just pretty good okay so let's go back to the three in- uh, the three inch reach on the whip mm-hmm. cool cool uh, for Lilu. How about we go like plus two wounds and hard to wound since he's since he's a masochist? Yeah, I can Ooh. see that. Oh, give him a little okay. bit of a tank, which is make not... him a beef boy, beefy beefy beef boy. And with that, maybe give him regen two instead of regen one, which is pretty standard for the whole keyword. That yeah. would with the twin souls, Lily two would then be regen uh, two's uh, not standard healing for three every fair. turn. No, yeah, regen one is, but yeah, giving him regen two would make him special as the beef boy. Yeah, because only Nekamai and the Matures yeah. have two. I could, yeah, and I could see, like, if we're doing, like, a full balance on the two of them, like, give him the plus two wounds and maybe take her down by one. 
but give her that three inch reach and then give him the the regen too and the extra wounds. Yeah, I could see that. And give him a uh, trigger on his melee to push people so that if they get close to her, he can push them to the edge of her range. Mm, you can like bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. I like our ideas. We're very smart people. Very Yay. cute. Or something. Doug! <laughs> Dork! Okay, what did, what did I have? Uh, let's see. Gently touch dreamer. That's... I could have worded, worded that better. <laughs> that is... That is uh, <laughs> Ooh. Hello, nine one one. Dun dun. Um, yeah, no, he's still like a little bit ahead of the curve, and I don't want to make Eli cry as much as I said I wanted to make Eli cry. Um, I don't. I'm not entirely sure how though, because I don't want to touch Serena because she's just, just she's one of the few healers you guys have, and she's just so critical to the rest of the faction. More than um, she should be. More than <laughs> she should be. Fair. So maybe we need to buff other things. But the only thing I have down here is like I've talked about it with um, von Stuck, but like having a permanent bad ability on the summon upgrades. I think like stunned would be good. So that I mean, there's not a lot of triggers on the summon models. However, Lucid Dreams now becomes a one AP action. Ooh, no. <laughs> that's just going to encourage people to bring more of them at the beginning so you're going to be starting out with a lot of lucid dreaming happening yeah that's not going to that might feed into the problem more than it helps it i i don't follow cuz if you're bringing if you're if you're if you're bringing the stuff to begin with then you can't summon it cuz you're hitting your limits yeah but what i'm saying is if i know that my summoned models can't not not me personally, but if we're talking about people who want to use lucid dreaming as much as possible, right? If I know that summoned models can't use it as effectively, I might as well just bring in as many lucid dreaming models to start with. So then I've got like six, seven, eight lucid dreamers at the first turn, and that seems bad. <laughs> well, it seems really good. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if it was a good thing, then you would be doing it already. But no, you have the capacity to bring as much support as you want because you can summon in the chaff. But now that you're bringing the chaff in at the beginning of the turn, you have less support. I would also like to point out here that Eli is a, a, a player who plays to have fun, not to wreck his opponents. I've played against Dreamer players who play to wreck their opponents, and they do this. And then they also summon things in. So, and we we just did the math on it. Like, what's the max you can get? You can get thirteen First, lucid dreamings yeah. in in like two turns. Uh, Oof. yeah. If you if you work really hard at it and use like Widow Weaver, you can get it in like the second turn. But yeah, it would only take three turns normally to get all thirteen lucid dreamers out. Yeah. So it sounds more and more like the the fact that there's no cap on how many cards you can have out from lucid dreaming is the problem or at least mm. part of the problem i'm okay with this either way both of them are a negative okay uh half-bloods please make them useful <laughs> uh first up hey you know what they have the blood of nephilim limbs in them you know why don't we just give them regen one yeah i dig that mm. yeah right and maybe maybe some maybe a little bit of stealth perhaps or like put it on maurice as a way to hand out stealth to your friendly friendly boys. And then I think Angel Eyes probably either needs an execute trigger on that rifle or build in the mask for reposition to make her like really a, a snipey pinball. Hmm. 
I have a lot of ideas for Angel Eyes, but I'm gonna <laughs> wait till my turn to I to, to unload that. Yeah, go 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 right ahead. And last but not least, the emissary needs to make all friendly models ignore hunger, hungering landmarkers. That's come on. <laughs> like if you want to go a, like make them even better, like say friendly models within six or something, ignore severe as well. That seems like a a thing Nephilim could have, Neverborn could have. Sneaky bastards. Sneaky bastards. Yeah, or even make uh make hungering landmarkers like hazardous heal one to friendly models. Ooh, ooh, hmm. that's. I like that. That is an idea. Okay, I'm done. I'm done talking. Roman, I will continue talking. Um, <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, so back to Pandora. I actually think she needs. She, as a model, needs a little help. Her crew is really good and really frustrating to play against the first couple times you, you see it. But sorry, Jeff, you're, you're definitely just a little butthurt about her. Um, <laughs> Don't be mean to poor Jeff. Well, I'm not. I'm being realistic to poor Why Jeff. start now? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the main thing, if I had to point out one thing on Pandora that I just kind of scratch my head over all the time, Fear's Given Form is a shockwave that does two damage and costs like a seven or an eight to go off. And it can only be done once a turn. Either make it also do stunned or something that is actually scary enough for a master action to only do it once per turn, or remove the once per turn limitation. Uh, other than that, beyond the other stuff we've mentioned, I think Carver as a 10-stone model is in the same realm as Jonathan is in Guild. He's a 10-stone model that doesn't see the table because he needs a little help. I think maybe remove the built-in crit strike up, like just build in the, the plus one damage on the whole thing and give him ignore armor, something like that. Uh, I'd say build in a mask instead. Uh, what does that do? Make him a way to fire model. Ooh, that's cool. Because he's got two shears instead of one. Yeah. Snippy, snippy. <laughs> so give him execute? Here. Well, he just not built in. Because, you know, you got to get, you got to set Count Dooku up on his knees first. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all know requires a crow. <laughs> I think do the, I, the swift action, but make it 3-3-4 three, three, instead of 2-2-4. Two, two, and I, I think you're in business. Oh, God. <laughs> might be too that, that just, oh god that might be too good well the thing is is like because you'd need to change the name of the attack because um kirai also kirai. shears yeah. mm, right Carving anyone shears. ever use those on kirai ever no oh, i <laughs> she can she can freaking like she can errol flynn it up with those goddamn things against like a, a fucking <laughs> guild sergeant that's you know went to the fencing school i have I no mean, idea how that works <laughs> I was just say, you know what? Like, it doesn't even matter. Just change Karai's shears. She does not going to use them anyways. <laughs> yep. Even if they are three, three, four. Small caliber shears. <laughs> no, no, no. Make make hers kitchen shears. I mean, no, so you don't know what you're going to be cooking. Oh no. <laughs> That's it for me. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Uh, Eli? Oh god, who, who's uh, next? Eli's, yeah, be Eli's Eli. next. Eli's next. Alright, so I got I got a couple ideas. First of all, Boltungeon, give them stealth. Give them stealth so they Fair. can survive. I've stopped taking Boltungeon yeah. because two, three times I brought them, and every time, like, first turn, one of them got shot off the table. Just immediately, it was dead, and that's five stones I lost. Why did I bring it? 
Mm-hmm. Why did I bring that? Yeah. Um, so just give them stealth so they can survive a little bit longer and do some things. Mysterious emissary I want to touch on. I like uh, your idea of letting friendly models go through the hungering land. That's smart. Uh, but? No, that's smart. That's it. Oh, no, that's but. it. Okay. I, I like that. Um, I was also going to say for my part, want to make him useful in every crew and also let you do some work with Serena is make this model a healer. It fits because it's all nature-y. So my idea was the Aura of Deception, which is on its own not that great. Give it a Ram's Trigger, Nature's Bounty. When resolving friendly models within range, heal one, two, three. Just the plants open up on its base and there's Snicker bars. Yeah. Mm. Yay! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all natural Snickers. The uh, the Snicker emissary. <laughs> now come on, are you hungry? You're not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> Eats a Snickers and she just turns into Lilith. <laughs> oh, that's that's how that happens. It's like the opposite of growth. Oh. Um, and then Angel Eyes. I have a lot of ideas for Angel Eyes because if you compare her to any other, she's the most expensive sniper of them all. She's a nine stone sniper and she sucks. I love her to death, but she is awful and I will never play with her. Uh, give her give her some things like. Comparing Hans and God Rami, <laughs> they both have four four triggers on their clockwork rifle, one for every suit, and they're all really good. So, like, give her, I say, Rams, give her critical strike, which she has. Give her focused attention on the tomes. So this model gains focused. Uh, masks give coordinated attack because that's far more relevant for her than uh, what's yeah. the what's it on? Or what's already on reposition. it? Reposition. Yeah, reposition. reposition. Like. No, there's three different ways on her card to reposition. Fuck that. She's a sniper. Put <laughs> I her in like a good my spot. pinball idea. Okay, but mean. Well, I mean, I've seen Rami get on the board, move once, and then stay in that same spot and be holy terror to me. Like, yeah, that's lame. It's <laughs> Angel Eyes. That's is much what cooler. a sniper does. But yeah, you give her give her coordinated strike because that makes more sense, especially in a Nephilim crew where she should fit in more. And on crows, give her no witnesses, so she has a way to ignore armor. Nice. Yeah, dig it. Um, also, replace expert shot with advanced sights, because on the model, you see, like, four different lenses on her, and Rami has zero, and he has advanced sights somehow? <laughs> and also, in Neverborn, you're more likely to come across concealing terrain? Yeah, I'd like to ignore that. Um, she just has an astigmatism, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> And on the prowl kind of sucks because it's a, a thing that only happens if you kill a thing. And I hate... Now see... I hate... Rami has advanced sights because he has the piglet on the back who is his spotter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> then you need to start paying for the piglet and up him to eight stones. Oof. You know what, that's fair. Yeah, and then... Nah, that's fair. I'll allow it. And then uh, replace on the prowl, which is stupid, because I have to kill a thing to make it happen, and then I get to move again, which, again, I don't... How much movement does this model need? All of it. And replace it with stealth. The movingest sniper out there. And now you have a a, a sniper that's worth nine stones. Is that, yeah, a good, a good nine stone model? That sounds about right. Yep, I like it. That's it. Okay. I, I will not sass you, Eli. I was going to, but... Go no, for it. No, no. I'm no. a big boy. I, I Nate! Can... Nate! My, I'm going to go real fast. We're going to give Tuco Blow It to Hell, because he hadn't had it in the fucking story 
basically, yeah. where he's throwing dynamite <laughs> around the honeypot. Hell yeah. Give him yes. blow it to hell so the faction has a versatile blow it to hell model. Done. Cut. Print. Yes. Good. Give <laughs> the boy it. dynamite. Give Fuck. the boy dynamite. Like his father you before him. <laughs> he learned it from Papa. <laughs> like his father before him. I'm a demolitionist like you. my father before me. <laughs> Okay. Demoli- okay. Demolitionists are the Jedi of Malifaux. <laughs> uh, that explains a whole lot. This Pierre moving, moving on. Moving on to Outcasts. We are we are well past two hours. We got it. We got to go on a cl- keep going on a clip. I have a night I want to devote to less than more than. Just... Anyway. Anyways, Outcasts. Doug, back to Doug. Uh, I hate Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like he. he he got a little bit of a touch last errata, yes. Something like that. Something like that. Maybe a little more. Just just a little. Just a little more. You mentioned taking off that summoning abomination trigger. Yes. That would that would be fine. Although I have necrotic decay on here, which I one or the other would, would work for me. Either A, you can summon off of something you kill, or B, you can deal a lot more damage, but you no longer have the option of summoning. But I think you could go down to eight wounds. Ooh. Mm, just because he has so many lives. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, like that. That way, when he slurps out of a wave, he's technically on full wounds, but that also means he can't heal up to ten, and he has several ways of healing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, okay. That that's that's Levi. Um, the Vix themselves, the the vic- Vicaries need. I, I think just give them charge through. They need to be a much scarier threat. They could probably stand to have more buffs, but. Yeah, they should be scary, and the fact that you can just, you know, pop them out of engagement at the end of the turn gives them plenty more opportunities to charge when they want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, give Taylor armor one. Yep. That's reasonable. She needs needs a little bit more something, 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 something. Uh, Bishop, another candidate for slippery. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks, honestly, he looks kind of greasy, so it's thematic. Why would you say that? He found the dr- the the drum of mineral oil. <laughs> uh, and here's the the mysterious steam trunk summon thing. Von Schill, not enough people take him. I think I think he might be slightly underpowered. So we're going to give him a little zazz, and we're going to give the steam trunk of all things an ability something along the lines of like t- a tactical voxcaster or something like that, where he can summon in a. Uh, strategically placed strike team on the on a board edge. Basically, he can summon in a Frycorman with an upgrade. Mm-hmm. It'll need, like, a high card, but also this is the Steam Trunk, one of the, the most explodable models in the game. Uh, so now, you're, now your Von Schill is going to be wanting to protect it a little more, but also not too close because it does blow up. <laughs> I like that. Because I think Frycorman don't get much love, and I know it's, like... like Brian hates them because they're melee zero, and instead of changing that, maybe give them another reason to be on the board, like summoning. But that's me. That's that's what I have for Outcast. Just one chain, one nerf to Levi, and then some some love into the Vix and Von Shell. Okay, Roman, what do you have for us? Completely agree with you on on Taylor getting armor one. Uh, the Vix, I would honestly, I, I like charge through. I was honestly thinking of giving them. Oh, the thing that. Perdita has where you ignore armor. Like, give both of them that. Analyze weakness. Analyze weakness. Thank you. I just can't remember words today. 
because that was their their killer mercenaries. If they can, if no, if anyone can find a hole in armor to stick a sword into, it's them. So give them that. I have issues with the system that allows Rusty Alice to get four actions a turn with fast and a free focus from scavengers. So some part of that, whether it's the free focus in the action that scavengers also used to give her fast or the fast or her losing rapid fire, one of those has to go like four shots a turn with her with free focused. And there's too much. And then the Draken trooper never gets seen. And this makes me sad. <laughs> I know we said no uh, point changes. So I think the thing that would set them apart from other stuff is they have a flamethrower and it for some reason cares about concealment. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. So what? flamethrowers should just all gain this ignores concealment because fire doesn't care. <laughs> if the fire can't see you, then it can't burn you. And also, like, maybe it triggered a destroy destructible terrain, because, like, it's a fucking flamethrower. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, they have it. It's called Burn It Down. Oh, do that. Oh, you're, you're, oh, okay. you're saying on, on the flamethrower itself, yeah. Yeah, like, make that also, like, part of a trigger where they can maybe do that action or something. Yeah. Just because they're just pouring napalm into the area. Yeah. Or, uh, or the Burn It All, I think, is the trigger that Karis has of just remove all non-pyre markers near the target. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I like that. I know. I like them. The one game I played with Von Schill, I brought them because they're good targets for pull. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Because if you throw a model into a minefield oh. and then hit them with a the flamethrower and get the mass hysteria trigger off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like using hazardous. If That's that wasn't fair. obvious. I'm addicted to it. Okay. Uh, Eli is next. Unless, did you have anything else? Nope, for that's it for me. Eli! I was also gonna um, comment on the Frycormen, because I know that the with the engineers being one stone more, they get ignored a lot, uh, but you, you pretty much covered that. Oh, I, I thought that was a bad idea, but okay. <laughs> I, I, or like, one of the ones where like, it's going to end up being super broken or something, so people don't want it to happen, but I, I well, guess. Well, that is, like, honestly, that's not a bad, like, enforcer can summon in, and it makes a lot of sense for Von Schill to summon in reinforcements, and especially from the steam trunk. Yeah. Like, maybe, I don't, maybe, I like, don't hate that. Board edge on your half of the Yeah, board. like, don't make it too crazy, and they have to, like, take some walk actions to be relevant, but, yeah. Totally makes Yay. sense. Yay! Yeah! Cool. All right. Well, Nate, you're talking. Yeah, so I was also looking at the Fry Corman. <laughs> <laughs> my, my simple thought to, like, actually make them relevant is, like, give them hard to kill. Like, just give them a little more survivability so they don't just get blasted off the table. They can run off, do what they got to do, heal back up. Because they've got a little bit of healing. They can just heal back up above that hard to kill and still be relevant. But not be, like an, like, you know, the oppressive hard to kill model. Like, enough, enough focus power will take them down pretty easy, but if you just put a hit into them, they can just heal it back up and not just die. Yeah. Mm. I think I think a little more toughness on them would, do, would take them a long way. Yeah. And the first model that has zero-inch melee range that I said doesn't... That I didn't say you need slippery. Hooray. Yeah. They don't, they don't <laughs> need to grease up their armor. No, they it's don't terrible. look... They don't look greasy at all. Yeah. <laughs> They have to grease up to get yeah. into the armor, though. It's Raven, like, Raven, however. <laughs> They're greasy on the inside. <laughs> I 
feel like greasy on the ah. inside needs to be an ability now. I don't know what it does. And the bayou. Leather on the outside, yeah, greasy on the inside. Akaname. That's how I like my Hot Pockets. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Jeff. Jeff. Yay, it's Jeff. So I'm the outcast guy here, which I find funny because I use free Courtman all the time and I love them as they are. So whatever. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, more love to them. Well, I also throw the uh, Hotspot Emissary in with them. So they're just healing all the time and keeping weapons on them. Rocket launcher, mm, keep nice. it. Rocket launcher, keep it. That's fair. So I'm down with that. But hey, you guys want to make them better? I'm all for that. That's cool. That's <laughs> the stuff I really care about. <laughs> Taylor, yeah, give her armor. Very good. Thank you kindly. And mercenaries in general, they've got two actions that work the word mercenary into it. They need some more synergy of stuff because they're just all not good enough, honestly. Um, yeah, give the Vix all the upgrades. I'm okay with everything you guys said there as well. <laughs> um, Yay! Uh, same, uh, same problem with Bandit as well. That keyword is nothing about Bandit happens to them, really. So I'm just like, the, the, the keywords have a point to it. You know, do something with the keywords. I just, I understand the point of having the keeping keyword when it doesn't do anything for you. But the, that's just their, more soapboxing. Their, their theme is absurd action efficiency. Right. <laughs> okay. Now for the actual um, more specific stuff. Desperate mercenary. Good God. <laughs> I had another model I forgot existed. <laughs> yeah. I have a special place in my heart for these guys. I loved them when I first started the game. And then they said, oh, yeah, that's nice. We'll take them away from you now. Um, so, yeah, rapid fire with a um, min one rifle. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That's worth a card. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> it's 22. <laughs> Mind you, it's a 14-inch rifle. That's cool. Give him ricochet. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrel gun, apparently, yeah. Oh, I was thinking uh, actual crit strike on the rifle? The sword, I mean, if they're getting the melee combat, they're just dead. I don't care. <laughs> and they have defense four and four wounds. They have the sky, sure. But so someone will slowly walk up to them and stab them. Then they're going to die anyway, so it's okay. But yeah, crit strike on the rifle, I'd be okay with. Reposition you know as well, because this would be the crew of, of extra movement stuff. Yeah, I think instead of rapid fire, yeah, give them, like, I think honestly, and it would make sense, also give them the bandit keyword and give them run and gun. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just, I just don't, I, I've, I've made my peace with bandit, but bringing it back up is, it just, ah, uh, man, it's I mean, it's, it's still so only efficient. a four, it's still only a four, four stone, four defense, four wound minion. Like fair. Okay. It's doing minimum one damage. Like if you just keep it that you're probably fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, okay. I have, I have a suggestion. Okay. One. Yes. Keep the crit strike on the broken down rifle. Cause even a broken rifle hits hard every twice a day. <laughs> <What's wrong>? um, <laughs> yes. But I think we should include and change one of their abilities. So the fun thing about desperate mercenaries is they're desperate mercenaries um they don't necessarily they didn't necessarily choose this life but for some reason they got stuck into it and we're gonna kind of have a callback to what they could have done what they did back in second edition even though no one ever brought them and i think they need demise very expendable after this <laughs> model is kill its control draws a card and gains a soul stone i missed that ability mm -hmm. yeah i love that. that i was, took them all the time for that too it was cute 
And the concept of them being more expendable than Bayou Gremlins makes me happy. <laughs> what was it called? Oh, yeah, um, just humans. Give this to my son? <laughs> no. I will not. <laughs> I haven't even forgot your name. I want to say it was Chad. <laughs> your name was Bill, right? <laughs> uh, okay, uh, what, right. what else you got? I see, I um, see Winged Plague. Winged Plague. They also suck. Worse <laughs> yeah, than the Desperate Mercenary. Yeah. Same cost, too, funny enough. They have, uh, where is it? The plague spreads right now, which is the end of the, end of the phase, at the end phase. If there's an enemy model within six, doesn't have a blight token on it, push them out of six inches towards it. I think it needs better mid-game, mid-turn movement, because getting them there before they activate is what you needed, and as opposed to someone who's across the field shooting them in the face because they're going to be... Um, so... I was thinking giving them either onward or creep up, creep, creep along, give them a bonus action to get that movement in because that's their issue is they need to get into the melee to explode and do the stuff. And they're not getting there. Yeah. Have a suggestion. Go for it. You're just, you're giving me, you're giving me all the, like the ideas here, but it's great. So wing and plague are flying things that spread around disease. What else does that? That's right, skeeters. So I think they need... I think they should have, like, the annoying tactical action and perhaps hunting partner. Ooh, I don't know what hunting partner would do for them. It just makes them more obnoxious. <laughs> they need to be annoying. That is that is the key. I mean, hell, I'd, I'd trade out claws for proboscis because that's fun to say. Hunting partner. Friendly fire. Um, there's, like, one gun in plague, and I think it's the derringer Benny has. It's, it's the discard to disengage. Plus, if okay. you bring Hans or something, some versatile with a gun. Yeah, yeah. like uh, of course, yeah, Alcas have no guns whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, a faction well known for not having guns. <laughs> desperate mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of surprised they weren't. <laughs> like that almost seems like an iconic, like versatile type model. Yeah, it's on the cover of the last book for crying out. It's like some. Some cheap garbage you can throw into any outcast crew. <laughs> Here, have some trash. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I love them. Uh, I love them let's too. move along. I, I'm right. sorry, sorry yep. for interrupting you. Um, so I'm going to go with Lazarus next. Um, Lazarus has grit. This gives him a bonus action um, when he's at half wounds, which gives him a total of three bonus actions on his card. Wow. Uh, so let's get wow. rid of that bonus action and give him the swift action trigger on the grenade launcher. So he can get those three shots if he get the right suit. Doesn't affect the card otherwise, and he can still use his two other one of his two other bonus actions, not including the one he gets by adding equipment onto him, because that's all bonus actions too. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm I'm slightly afraid of a four shot grenade launcher, but I was thinking once per turn swift swift action, just to make sure he gets that three only, maybe. Mm, I could see that once per activation. Or some other trigger. Uniquely named once per Swift-ish turn. Swift-ish action. <laughs> Somewhat swift action. But yeah, grit just does not make sense because you've got Juggernaut on him as well. So you don't want him hurt, but you want him hurt. And it just does not compute. Yeah. I, it, really ju- it really clashes with Juggernaut. That is a good... That's- it really does, yeah. Looking at it. Oof. Do uh, Okay. And that's all I've got for Outcast. Needing a lot of sixes in a crew that doesn't have a lot of card draw. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of card discard. Yep. Same problem as Mayfang. Okay. 
Um, was that? Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Yes, we're done. Roman, talk about Bayou. Hey, the the green skins. So I think we all agree that Rami needs to be more expensive. How dare you, but correct. However, the trade-off <laughs> to that is the faction needs more reliable answers to armor. I'll get to that in a minute. Put a pin in it. Just think on that a second. Thank you. I think we can also all agree that Somer needs a little bit of a tone down, and there's a million different ways to do this. How dare you, but correct. <laughs> Specifically, as I'm looking, he has six different minions he can summon. So I propose we're taking away one of those. Specifically, the Banjanistas, because the entire Bayou deserves to have good music. So we're going to make them versatile models instead. And long story short, effectively, like, update a few things for M3E, but essentially rewrite their card to be what they were last edition, which included, and this is where we're pulling the pin back out on the armor thing, they had Banjo Music, which was a ranged attack that only did like 2-2-3 or 2-3-3, I forget what, but it was against willpower and it ignored armor and had some fun triggers on it. And I think if you do that, suddenly you have this versatile minion anybody can take. It's super thematic. And, you know, a apart from that, it was like hit them with the banjo, which they already do, and some friendly movement tricks, which they kind of already do. It's just keyed to big head. So don't key it to big head. You fix like three problems there. I like it. And no no big hat player is really going to cry that much removing a Banjanista, honestly. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Mo- most don't care that much about them. I like them. I like Banjanistas, but I also agree with Roman. I, I do miss the anti-armor attack. <laughs> All right, Eli. So I'm, I'm looking at uh, this Bond Mother because that's a model that I know doesn't get a whole lot of play because there's like three other henchmen in Swamp Fiend that are... Uh, yeah, Zoraida has an ass yeah. model she can hire. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to think of where that could fit in in the bayou, and uh, I don't know if it works well as a um, as a versatile model. Eh. But I do think that uh, going off of Roman's like ignoring armor stuff, it could do more. Like, I don't know, it's a big, ugly swamp monster. It could, it's got poison. It could spit acid at something. Map that ignore armor. It could, I don't know, I'm I'm still working on how this thing, but I just, I think it's a beautiful model that they have that doesn't see a lot of play. Pre- presumably <laughs> Swamp Mothers can defend their young from gators, which means they can bite and or scratch through tough gator hide. Yeah. Clearly ignores armor. Sure, that's good justification for me. <laughs> I think that we should, she should become Whizbang so we can create Malifo Godzilla. There's oh God. <laughs> sold. I'll oh buy that for a while. Fucking God. God. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, uh. Nate, do you need new pants? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Bond Mother versus Hormatangi the movie. <laughs> Spawn Mother, let's get on scale here. Spawn Mother versus Kojo. <laughs> Yay. Uh, any, anything else, Eli? No. Okay. Nort. Nort. Um, make swine cursed pigs, you cowards. <laughs> Surprising no one. That, he leads off of that. For... <laughs> no, so I, I, I've actually recently had a thought with swine cursed. Because I get how, like, making, like, actually giving them the pig, the pig keyword based on their card is a problem. Um, because then, like, you're growing piglets into them, which is probably problematic. Probably gets a little funny. A little with ethical, Helix. too. 
Yeah, also a little weird, like, is Ulix shoving a gremlin and a piglet together? What's happening there? Let's not talk about that. Mutagen. So my thought is, yeah. <laughs> my, my thought is they get an ability where after deployment, they gain the pig keyword. Mm. That way you can't grow into them, but you can still affect them as though they were pigs. I like that. That's a nice little compromise. And then I'd also like to see, I'd love to see some love for Bert. Um, just because he's a mm. versatile model that doesn't do anything that you don't probably have a model for in your keyword. I mean, he's got Reckless, which is nice, um, but he's got an okay attack. He's not benefiting from the Wong glowy shenanigans out of keyword, at least not very often. So I think I think give him something akin to either um, a New Horizon or Wong's launch into space, giving him some <laughs> ability to manipulate ski markers, because... He's whizbang and infamous and has no play with scheme markers, which makes no sense to me. That is weird. And if you don't want him to be the murder monster he was last edition, make him do something that makes sense for both of his keywords that would also be useful to a versatile model. Cool. How often are you using the clockwork grenade, I wonder? Um, very, very rarely. I think one of the few times I've used it, I threw it at um Sammy to give her fast. Uh okay. I, I, yeah, I use it less against enemy models and sometimes more on my own whizbang models for more fast and glowy. Cool. Okay. Jeff? It's Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Sorry. Yeah. Can't remember the order. Uh, make swine curse pigs, you coward. This message is <laughs> paid for by the company of Nart. Uh, uh, also, on uh, the uh, Bert front end, the two things missing from Bert are, yes, ability to use versatile things. And more Big Trouble Little China references. Yes. Yes. So the first thing I thought of was to give Bert the hidden in plain sight but not hidden version that the, that the Midnight Stalker has where he gains the keyword of the leader. Just, it's a, okay if it's, you know, sees him because it's like, oh, Bert's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Bert's here. We like Bert. <laughs> yeah. So he gets the keyword, which does some cool things in the other keywords that there are. Little suey things, little kin things, little wh- no, here you was bang, little um, uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Try chat. Uh, big big hat's not wearing a hat though. He's hatless. Well, he's got that hair. Yeah, that, that hair is a hat. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that that hair is worthy of the respect of almost any hat in the bayou, <laughs> save maybe Somer and Ophelia's hats. And then the other thing was for more references, he instead of the um reckless, we can keep reckless if you want, I guess, be boring. Or you could use a new bonus action that we've titled, you know what, Bert Jebson says at the time like this, which has all four suits in it, and just make it like the old school uh, Ten Thunders uh, t- uh, Brothers, where it had like the, need a, not a one to go off, and whatever suit you get, you get it off with, of just other simple abilities, quoting lines, paraphrasing of Big Trouble Little China scenes. I love this. I like that. I, li- I like that a lot. And especially yeah, if it's if it's triggers, then that means he can use his glowy tokens to manipulate them, which makes him better in Wong. Yay! <laughs> All right, Doug's turn. I have I have some stuff here. Summer probably needs a nerf. How dare you? But okay. There. Okay. I think wait, you ain't my kin. Probably doesn't need to exist. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. We don't need extra, 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 extra models. And make me proud, boys. Can just do one damage. Yeah, I think that's enough off of off, off the edge of summer to make him 
less of a ubiquitous take for meta gaming bayou players. The damage could go down, or it could be resisted by some kind of flip. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would work too. Yeah, because it, it's the fact that it's too unresisted. Just here's two damage, and it's not attack action damage. So, like, incorporeal's yeah. no good. So, give it a okay. duel. Uh, next up, Wong. I don't know if Wong himself. I just don't. I know Wong is a little bit underpowered, but I don't really know why. So I'm just kind of throwing darts at a board here. Uh, would it be broken if he could generate and use glowy tokens? Uh, no, I think that'd be fine. He doesn't. He doesn't require a ton of his a ton of triggers to go off. It'd really just be giving him more card draw. So honestly, that wouldn't be too bad. Okay. Cool. Next up, Alphonse. I I don't even know if he's underpowered or anything. I just feel like he's wasted potential. Maybe. I think he could stand to have like plus two wins. Big like big big beefy boy. But also or adjacent. Uh, I want him to have the lie down and nap triggers on both his huge fish fist and toss. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it like thematic, he looks like a guy who enjoys his naps, but also like it makes him a good target for Fazap. Yeah. No, I dig that. Yes. And I think lastly, the toss action should change to a one-inch melee attack. And we'll call it something like Yeet. Just so that he can charge and use it. <laughs> Please give me a model and faction with Yeet. Please. Just, just so he can charge and use toss at the same time. Do that. So, some five, some five. variety of those things. Okay, moving on last is Ulix. And Ulix's problem is that he's very, 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 very card hungry. <laughs> yes. And I want to give him the ability called That'll Do Pig. <laughs> <laughs> which says when a friendly pig model dies or is replaced, you draw a card. Oh, I like that. Oh, mm. that'd be so good. Yeah, it was, it's sort of like a remembrance thing. Like, he oh, you know, really nice. takes his hat off, holds it over his heart, sheds a tear. And then goes on to, you know, slurping pigs into not swankers. I'm surprised that ability name isn't on these cards already. Yeah, right? I checked twice. Yeah. Okay, that's that's me for Bayou we, Ramen. We need to uh we need to make like Banner Snatch or Widow Weaver uh a, a Sui keyword model and name it Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. Roman. That's too good. All right, so on to 10 Thunders. Clearly, <laughs> 10 Thunders is fine. Nothing needs to change here. If I, okay, yeah, if I keep trying to hold that straight face, I'm going to suffer an aneurysm. So, Samurai, they should not be able to from the shadows. In fact, I don't think they should be able to take Train Ninja as an upgrade. You're a Samurai. Everything morality-wise, you are entirely <laughs> against ninja-wise. Also, you're in armor too. You're not sneaking around quietly. No. Yeah, ninjas, ninjas don't use chain guns. Exactly. Uh, if I had to put it one thing and one thing only, that's really the the biggest thing recently. I think uh, Key and Gong need some help overall. They're a very cool idea that's not quite there. If I had to point out more than like one or two cards, uh, all of Yan Lo's minions that can that have the empty vessel keyword they get or not keyword but ability they get from every one of those reliquaries once they have it on them and they will get them on them uh especially if you take yon and rezzers because the whisper is a thing they get 
Movement seven and a positive flip on all of their duels from that, in addition to the three abilities on each of the reliquaries. I don't know if that needs to be every reliquary only has two actions or two abilities on it, or if you just take off the, the positive flips to all duels and just make it on defense or something, but that is way too much stuff on there. I could go cool. on, but I want other people to have stuff to talk about. <laughs> All right. Fair. Eli. So, uh, uh, Rome and I were talking the other day about, uh, McCabe and how after he gets dismounted, he's garbage. Yeah. Just a pile of hot garbage. And so I was like, what, uh, what could we do to him to help him be better when he's dismounted so that we can keep that cool mechanic, uh, and not keep it ruining this master. I was thinking, like, you know, he's no longer on a big galloping horse thingy, so why not, why not now that he's on the ground, make him better at combat? Like, I can shoot better when my mount isn't going up and, like, bouncing me around all the time. Doing horse things. Doing horse things. So, uh... Doing horse things. Give him run and gun, because he's a master, that's that's okay. It's not like his gun's fantastic. Um, So give him run and gun so he can, like, do that. And maybe... I. There used to be a, a... Is that recording? Or is that... Yes. Okay. No, I mean, are you hearing just, this? Just keep okay. going. Yeah, I'm hearing it. Keep um. going. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Keo. Keo's upset. Keo Bean. Keo agrees that McCabe is not good once the horse dies. Make Keo a wastrel minion, damn it. Uh, but but give, him, give him a trigger, like, a fan the hammer. I don't know. That used to be a Ooh. thing. I think they got rid of it. But basically, like, lets him do extra attacks on a, spe- a specified model or something to that effect. You know, I don't know. Just make him make him effective once the horse is gone. I like, I like, I could see quick reflexes giving him another action targeting a different model. Oh, yeah. Like, like he could that. spread some bad. attacks out. Because, yeah, swift, swift action is just a little bit too much. But I could see, like, attacking multiple things wouldn't be too bad. Pew, pew. I mean, he's only got five wounds left at that point, so... (laughs) Yeah. Poor guy. Okay, Nate. Oh, shit, it's Nate. Um, It's Nate. We're going back to Yon Lo, because... Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love love the cranky old bastard, but fuck him as well. And my my thing that I hate the most about Yon Lo is Ash Ascendant as an update. Thank you. Oh, that's that's absurd. Oh, my fucking God. What does it do, Nate? The biggest thing... And I, I don't even know what it all does, but the biggest thing, the worst thing about it is that for the for the the high, high cost of activating Yon Lo <laughs> once, <laughs> you get a permanent aura of concealment that is also hazardous to enemy models. Hey, Doug, uh, how, how does that feel as a player who regularly has to spend an action and a card to do vent steam? Well, I mean... It's it's three inches, which is which is longer than six inches, so it costs a little more. Um, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. It's, it's it's okay. Like I mean, we we it doesn't work on constructs, and his I know his does. Um, <laughs> obviously, I just need to bring ghosts. Uh, yeah, I've you got should plenty be, of those in faction. Yeah, you should be bringing more arcanist ghosts, please. Who yes. ignore concealing so, to it? Yeah, like God, that should be that should be an action or. Something, good lord! Like <laughs> six-inch concealment isn't six-inch concealment is enough. It doesn't need to be hazardous. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's oh my god. Yeah, Ash Ascendant is absurd. Yeah. I cannot. That's, that's I my... cannot wait to to okay. have someone bring Yon Low uh, once Ivan's out. I will. I will vent so much rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's the one really good option against like Yon Low. Like unless you have anti concealment or just our Ivan who makes it your friend, your your goodness now. And I mean, in that case, you're just not going to put on Ash Ascendant. So like, it's a choice. Yeah. I mean, the only problem is that stuff you're summoning inside that bubble's taking the hazardous, which isn't great, but... Meh. I mean, also, Ivan's just blasting him. Yeah. And if he, if he puts it on too early, like a moron, he's just gonna get nuked. <laughs> which, Fair. Fair. But okay. against against anyone else in the game, it's it's absurd. That's, that's my big one. Jeffrey. Okay. Jeffrey. Okay. I have a question first. Yes. Because I only use Fuhatsu as a leader. For my cruise. Weirdo. What is this upgrade chain fo- for focus that you guys are talking about? I don't know what it is. Uh, it's with the, our lovely monk friend, Shenlong, mm-hmm. where he can just transfer like focus six mm, onto. Yeah. And then oh. if, you're, if you're bringing the henchman, he's also fast and has been pushed. So three attacks with focus each at severe six on six with positive flips to the attack. Basically, Kung Fu Gatling Gun Fuhatsu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even without Shenlong, you hire Fuhatsu, you hire a Tanuki, and the Tanuki just sits there and feeds Fuhatsu focus every turn. Right. It hurts. Well, I already do that when I, right. so I make him a leader. <laughs> okay. So it's just to already get the three attack because he's the leader. Yeah, okay. I just wasn't familiar with it because I don't use him outside of that. Okay. okay. So, so it's the other stuff with more Shenlong problems that make things problems. Okay, that's cool then. So my only issue is they screwed up Lust last time they fixed her, and I hate <laughs> that because they made her uh, levacious music the bonus action. Lascivious? Whatever. I can't read. <laughs> Sorry for the distraction. Keep going. And I also agree with Key and Gong needs a giant freaking overhaul of epic proportions. I'm not sure we're going to get this edition. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I, I've got I've got no problems with Ten Thunders otherwise, yeah. <laughs> okay, Doug time. Um, so I am on record saying I have a slight distaste for this faction. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, let's 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 ta- let's tamper down some of the uh, some of the versatiles here. Uh, Don Serpent don't need Agile. You're already fast as f, anyways. And you hit pretty hard. You're kind of survivable, so just just a little off the top, please. Fuhatsu, and here's the thing: is like this is because of his backstory. Um, this is technically an offensive thing to do. So honestly, he needs he needs a backstory fix. But I think giving him uh, was it boneheaded? Numbskull. Numbskull. Sorry, numbskull. Yeah, that would fix the focus problem. He's still stat 6 with a positive flip on the attack, so he's very, very likely to hit even if you can't use focus anymore. And also, now now he's ignoring negative um, status effects, so a decent positive, I think. I like that, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, oh, who was? Who else? Who else did I? Uh, Minako Wright. This, this thing... Step one, create Katashiro. Uh, just ignore that last part that says increases action stat by plus two. 
She's a she's she is a henchman. She should be spending a twelve to summon a model, a model that good, in fact. Yeah, Katashiro really good. Yeah, that that one game I watched where As a someone got like, Katashiro two Katashiro out first activation top decking. Ugh. Um. Also, the upgrade, the Karmic Fade upgrade, just remove the part that says if this enemy was not killed by an enemy Nanako Ray. Uh, just give it damage and slow, please. <laughs> Things need to come in. If they're being summoned, if you're having the benefit of summoning, it needs to not start off just with the gas already to the floor. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's that's the versatiles. Yeah, I, I like how we waited for Yanlo for Ten Thunders because it seems more like a Ten Thunders model than he does a Resurrectionist. Which is funny because he's worse in Resers. Like he, he's worse to face just because you have the Whisper. I mean, he's better in Resers. Yes, he he is. He and Shiaki are better in Resers. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, Gokudo. You don't need an extra Gokudo for killing the Gokudo. <laughs> was it ancient bloodline or something like yeah. that yeah whatever it is where they come back yeah no nope no just get rid of that we don't need free gokudo they're already really good when you put stuff on them um you already covered ash ascendance uh i think is that everyone no yoko i'm talking about yoko and i think like when you need to fix kin gong the first place you stop you'd start is the master i think yoko needs help First up, uh, she needs some sort of extra defensive tech. She's made of paper. And while uh, Serene Countenance is nice, I mean, like, Colette has Serene Countenance, but she also has Fade Away. Mm-hmm. And Focus um, is a thing. Yeah, it is. It's a thing. It's a thing. Maybe, maybe, Hidden Sniper. I don't see Riddles in the Dark being used much, if at all. Just reading the card, I haven't played her. But I could see uh, the usefulness of being able to just shoot something if you really need to shoot it. Being good with her. And give her the... Re- actually, for defense, give her the re- regret trigger. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The th- same thing that's right ahead. Mm-hmm. So you punch me, yeah. you end your activation. Bing, bada, Ooh, I like that, bing, actually. Bum, whatever that expression is. Okay, that's that's me for, for Ten Thunders. And I, I kept the salt down to a pretty <laughs> low level. <laughs> Good job, Doug. Yeah. Good job, Doug. Okay. Roman... No, we, we Roman, Roman, Roman went. So it is... Should be Eli, then. Eli wrapping up with Explorers. <laughs> if if we want to cover Explorers, it looks like we have some stuff here. Uh, Rock inspectors are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a recent experience. Uh, maybe? <laughs> no, I... Yeah, I don't know enough about the Explorers to give a this needs to be fixed yet. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. That that is a great opinion to have, I think. But we're just covering them because they're here now. So let's chitty chat. More dinosaurs. Nate, that's what can my you say? Fix. Give me more. All dinosaurs. right, so this <laughs> more dinosaurs. Agreed. Um, but this might be just a recent bad touch. But Ava Ava's lockaway ability is. I think the thing that gets me about it is it gives you no options. No, <laughs> your options are to disengage because it it's two inches so she's probably there defending whatever marker that you are locked away in with her two inch reach whip so like if she's got you locked in your option is to disengage and then if you don't disengage far enough you're for the average model just stuck and having yep. literally no options feels bad 
It's it's like boring conversation, but even even harder <laughs> if set you up correctly. You don't even have to use her engagement for it. If your opponent is engaging other models in your crew, you can do the safety strat of secret passage in, lock away, and then secret passage out. And now right. she but is like if, safe from any repercussions. Yeah, but I mean, if they don't have any good range, like a ton of good ranged options, like she's the best option for it because a two inch reach whip holding yeah. you next to a two inch aura around a marker, you just, you're not getting away with one or more actions on, on average, unless you're like a master or something that generates an extra AP. It's just, it's rough. Having some kind of duel, even like an intensively high one, would be, would be better than just saying no in, on, in the entirety of it. Yeah, and as, Ro- I don't know if Roman pointed this out before, but he is aware that the fact that you can just straight up turn off uh, Cooper. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because he can't disengage, so he can do absolutely nothing. Sorry, Rob. Wow. He can, he can walk around your model within their reach. Very you cool. You can her really loudly. Well, and, and normally, <laughs> normally you can get Uller to, like, jump Cooper out. But if Cooper is staggered, he cannot be moved by friendly model effects. Yeah, and it turns right. out staggered is a thing Ivan's crew hands out. Yeah. yeah, and obviously that's a very specific scenario, yeah. but it should—it shouldn't happen. It really just shouldn't happen. Yeah, so that—that's—that's that's my biggest thing I've ever seen in Explorers so far, and I mean that comes from a lack of experience against the faction as a whole. But having felt that firsthand, it's like, ooh, that's ew. yeah, yeah. I like if if you're the the map you're playing on has a bottleneck. And you're against like a relatively melee crew. You can just destroy their entire turn with this. Yeah, especially because you like, especially if it's a destructible marker. Unless they have like blow it to hell or something that can remove a marker, you just they can't interact with it to take it away because it's two inch aura. Mm-hmm. And there's there's plenty of markers that end up on the game that you can't take away unless you have specific abilities for corpses. Exactly. S- scrap. Or blow to hell markers. Blow to hell markers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Jeff, anything to add? I'm finding it difficult not to think that the Kaya Kiyomi destruction Minami throw like is not on purpose because the machinist gives uh, shielded. She gets shielded. The master gets shielded. Tidecaller throws her, whatever she hits, she destroys. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just, I don't know how I didn't catch that <laughs> originally, but it's just a bit much. Oh, yeah. Especially if instead of shielded, Maxine's giving her focused, so you're hitting that six irreducible. It's gross. Oh, I want to see that now. I just want to see that played out. You don't. You really, really don't. <laughs> I mean, I do, and then I want to be, then I want to get grumpy about it. <laughs> My my only thing about that is that it seems balanced by the fact that if you're just yeeting her into your opponent's crew, she's just going to die. Except after that, except the machinist is right behind her to heal her up. He's also being thrown, being thrown, or making his way up while her like health is being eaten away because she's taking the whole. Because he made it sound like you activated the machinist first. You can take more than one. Yeah. Also true, and okay. and the uh, I mean that, but then that's at a point where like you're spending twenty stones on this one strategy. 
If it works. Well, if it kills your master. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a problem that needs fixed, but I feel like there might be a decent counter to it, but I have not played this mm-hmm. yet right. either, on either side. But yeah, I had the same reaction as you did. It's like, oh my god. I just, I just love irreducible damage as much as the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and Todd Caller technically does have that yeet because he can do it from range too, so that's yep. fun. The ranged yeet. Um, the ranged yeet. <laughs> Doug's turn. I think the emissary is maybe just a tiny bit too good. Not it's a, a ton. I just the combination of armor, defense seven, hard to kill, take the hit, phalanx, and aura of courage is a bit much. That's that's a lot. And maybe and maybe just because I'm seeing this like being a massive benefit, to, like Cadmus, who is currently the the boogeyman of of <laughs> of explorers, and the underground you know hit of seeker. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it would just be a small change, is all I think. And I, I'm not sure if it's too good yet. I don't think anything we say for this faction is something that anyone needs to take seriously, because we just haven't had enough games. Yet. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. about this faction think... is knee-jerk at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually don't think they're going to get anything changed, because it's only been out in the book form for, like, you know, two months. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking about buffs... Maybe Cooper? Maybe? He seems just so, so straightforward that people are going to learn him real quick, and he's eventually going to fall by the wayside of more of these trickier stuff. But this is just a full, just a guess, an outright guess. I don't, I don't know. But I tried coming up with content for this faction. I mean, I feel like if anything in Explorers needs love, it might be McCabe, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just oh, because yeah. he did not... Yeah, you kind of forget he's in Explorers because Ten Thunders McCabe exists. Um, Cornelius. But, eh, Cornelius seems fine either way. He could maybe use some love either this, way. I don't but. know how much the sandworm fixes Bass yet. It helps, I think, more than. I mean, it helps at the very least. Uh, yeah. McCabe's stuff helps him. Yeah, and and if Bass, if if yeah. if Jonathan gets up, gets helped, I think Bass is fine. <laughs> okay, John. <laughs> All right, um, Roman. I guess you're last. Yeah, hate to hate to hit on my uh, further on my Ivan buddy, but uh, Brock Inspectors. With as much as I think, overall, people get too concerned about them compared to. Deva, which are really the the secret bread and butter of his summons. <laughs> uh, if I had to touch Brock Inspector on one thing, the damage on Hallowed Glory not mattering if you are already in base contact with them, the the test you do doesn't matter. The damage still happens. That's a feel bad, mm-hmm. and that would be the the bad touch that Eli recently had to deal with. <laughs> Because oh, you're yeah. saying you can just summon one in, and then it does four damage to whatever it's summoned against um, on its activation for two sixes. Yeah, two sixes. Yeah. Even if that was just one damage, it would be more reasonable. But I'd, you know, I I like unresistible damage about as much as I like irreducible damage. Like it should be very few and far between. And I know we've already seen it more in this edition than last edition and i'm just like eh. okay kind of a buzzkill ending to this <laughs> recording but all in all I had a lot of fun we got we we spat out some really good ideas i think overall it was 
enjoyable. I think we have some gems in there, and I think, hey, weird, go right ahead and take these ideas. Otherwise, if they think they're stupid, then haha, we're just we're just joking around, guys. Haha, <laughs> 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 just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It was it was a prank. It was a prank. Swankers, pigs, you cowards. There it is. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he said it multiple times already. This recording. All right. That's, that's I think th I think that's good. I think we have <laughs> plenty here. Uh, so thank you guys for recording with me. Thank you, Roman. Happy to be here. Thank you, Eli. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Nate. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. And thank you, listeners, for sticking with us to the end of it. And as I always say, fun is always king. Enjoy your games. Good night, steamers. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.